is your truck and your road to success in the trucking industry. This is Trucking Business and Beyond, the show that puts the money where it belongs, back in your pocket. Welcome to my world. I'm your host, Kevin Rutherford. The website is Let'sTruck.com. Today is Saturday, November 4th. We are here live. Pick up the phone and join us, 8888 Road Dog. The show is all about the business of trucking. We'll take your calls and answer your questions about trucks, money, fuel mileage, maintenance, tires, taxes, technology, health and fitness on the road, getting started as an owner-operator, finding freight, working with brokers, getting your authority. The list goes on and on. If you've got a question about anything at all, pick up the phone and call me. We're going to get to those calls in just a little bit. I, I have a couple things, not a lot today, no big theme, a couple odds and ends I want to talk about, and then uh, we'll see what it is you want to talk about today. So I, I've been talking a lot about rates. Rates are continuing to go up. The predictions are they will keep going up. 2018 looks like it could be a record-breaking year. We've broken some records here in 2017. We've hit some highs that we haven't seen in several years. That's all good news. I posted the other day on Facebook about rising fuel prices. So I basically said, look, you know, everything's looking great right now for rates for small carriers and owner-operators. The only thing we need now is $4 diesel fuel. And that's kind of my target, somewhere between 4 and $5. And the first thing that shocked me was how many people didn't understand why that would be a good thing for small carriers and owner-operators. They didn't understand it at all. Then some people took it as, well, yeah, but that's only if you get the fuel surcharge, which isn't true. Rising fuel prices, yes, they definitely impact the fuel surcharge, but they also impact rates. Not as quickly, I get that, but if you are getting really good fuel economy and you understand why the fuel surcharge works, even if it's not in your rate. So many people said, well, that doesn't work for me. I don't get a fuel surcharge. Yes, it does. There doesn't have to be a formal fuel surcharge. Now, if there is, it's even better because with a formal fuel surcharge in your contract, then you get that adjustment every single week. If, if you're just depending on spot market rates, they take a little longer to catch up. I get that. But overall, with higher fuel prices, especially over an extended period of time, good owner-operators and small carriers will make more money. Now, I keep hearing about how ELDs are going to kill the small guy, and this is all for the big fleets. Well, first off, I don't get that. The, one of the keys to making money on an ELD is really, really good time management. Well, who should be able to manage their time better? A well-experienced owner-operator with lots of skin in the game or big fleets who are hiring brand new student drivers. So I'm not sure where this idea that the ELDs are going to be so much better for the big fleets 
and they're trying to put the little guy out of business. I, I see it as being the opposite. The big fleets will have to struggle harder with this because they've got so many new, inexperienced drivers that are still having trouble backing into a dock, much less managing their time really well. So I see this as a way to beat the big carriers. The small owner-operators should be able to manage their time better. With rates going up and fuel prices going up, the small owner-operator can manage fuel cost way better than big fleets can. So... So that was the first thing about this that shocked me, one that a lot of people didn't understand why the fuel surcharge was a could be a bonus program. They didn't understand it at all. Some understand it but said it didn't matter to them, and, and it does. Then there was another group that I didn't see coming, but I got blasted by people because they said 4 and $5 fuel would kill the economy. Well, first off, I've been in this industry 32 years, and the single biggest complaint I have ever heard from everybody just about in this industry are that rates are too low. Well, you can't have it both ways. High freight rates would also slow down the economy. But we really want higher freight rates. We always have. Everybody says the rates are too low, the broker steals too much, the carrier takes too much, they're... The shippers aren't willing to pay enough. Well, you can't say that you want higher rates, but then attack me because I wanted higher fuel prices and it's going to hurt the economy. People even said, you know, they started using personal examples. Well, if fuel prices go up, my sister-in-law can't afford this because she's on, you know, she doesn't make enough money. Well, you want higher freight rates. That's going to make everything more expensive, just like fuel would. I get that. I understand if fuel goes up, it affects the economy. But almost everything does. And look, me wishing for fuel going up doesn't make it happen. It's either going to happen based on supply or demand or it's not. So, yeah, I said I like it when it happens. Doesn't mean I have any control over it. But we've had really, really cheap fuel in this country forever. When you compare our fuel cost to most of the world, ours is dirt cheap. And when fuel prices go up, there are lots and lots of parts of the economy that benefit from that. Are some hurt? Absolutely. That's how a free market economy works. Some things benefit you, some things hurt you. I'm just talking about what benefits the people who listen to me. That's why wouldn't I? So look at what happens in the oil fields. I mean, there are lots of ways we could look at how high oil prices are really good for this country. First off, when oil gets cheap, we stop producing it in this country because the oil we have is expensive to get to. So whether it's fracking, the oil sands, lots and lots of oil that we haven't even attempted to get yet in this country. From what I understand, underneath the Rockies is just loaded with oil. We could get to it. It's just too expensive, so we're not going to. 
So when fuel prices go down, we become more dependent on the rest of the world for oil, which puts us in a bind. So I'd much rather see fuel stay around 4 to $5 a gallon and we start producing more of it here in our own country. And we're not dependent on OPEC and, and other countries for our oil. We'll produce our own. We'll sell our own. And we'll make more money, and it generates jobs, just like it did when the the oil fields were booming. And that in and of itself drives more and more economic growth. Because watch what happens when oil goes up and we have lots of jobs, then people buy houses and cars and furniture, and it's good for the economy. Does it put a a damper on the lower part of the income? Yeah, that's a big expense for them. I get that. But lots of things do that. That's a natural part of the economy. Here's another one. When we are very, very wasteful of gasoline in this country because it is cheap. So you can't tell me that all of these lower income people only drive when it's really necessary. We're very wasteful. When fuel prices and gas prices go up, those people have to tighten their belts a little bit, not drive around so much. I get it. You got to go back and forth to the work. You got to go to the grocery store. But but lots and lots of people drive way more miles than they need to when gas is cheap. When gas gets more expensive, they cut back. That's good in a lot of ways. Makes the roads safer, less congestion, less traffic, less pollution. All kinds of benefits to that. So a lot of people tried to make me feel really bad because I wanted higher fuel prices. I don't feel bad at all, and I'm certainly not apologizing for that statement. I'm confused as to why, on one hand, some of these people want higher freight rates and always have wanted higher freight rates, but somehow want to condemn me for wanting higher fuel prices. They both do the same thing. The fuel surcharge is nothing more than a higher freight rate. That, that's all it is. So if you want to comment on that, I'd love to talk to you about it. Um, along those same lines, kind of this talking out of both sides of the mouth. I've heard, here's a pattern I see on Facebook now. It's very, very common. Somebody will put up a picture of a truck crashed, and they'll... You know, whoever it might be, Werner, somebody we know that's on ELDs. And they'll say, oh, those ELDs aren't working out for this company so well. They're crashing everywhere. They've always crashed everywhere. That's nothing new. I've got more to say about that and a couple other things as well when we get back right after this break. And then we'll get to your calls and questions. Stick around. I'm Kevin Rothenberg. Channel 56. Or listen when you get out of the car using the SiriusXM app. 
Are you an accountant who cringes at the thought of client payroll? That seven-letter word that sends shivers up your spine and puts a deep wrinkle in your forehead? Let Sure Payroll help with a super easy, fully secure solution that gives you the control you demand and the flexibility you need to meet your small business clients' needs. Refer your clients to Sure Payroll and get trusted, affordable online payroll with complete access to your clients' payroll data. Plus, you'll get $100 for every referral. Handling payroll in-house? No problem. Sure Payroll provides a top-rated client-facing online payroll solution complete with your firm's name and color scheme. And because we get accountants, you'll get total control of your pricing and billing. And Sure Payroll will take on the tedious task of tax pay and file. Sure Payroll is client payroll done your way. Trusted by thousands of accountants across the country. Get a free look at how easy your payroll can be. And call Sure Payroll at 800-410-2599. That's 800-410-2599. 800-410-2599. Are you tired of using disorganized freelancers and losing money? Here's your solution. AuctionSoftware.com has ready-made high-quality software and developers to customize your dream idea into reality at an affordable cost. We can make your dream idea go live in as little as four to eight weeks. A team of developers will be assigned to work on your project. They'll tailor your next big idea in forward, reverse, silent auction, marketplace, peer-to-peer marketplace, or e-commerce site with the power to own all the code we write for your project. Our developers are experienced in Node.js, Ruby, iOS, and Android. Based in Dallas, Texas, we've been in business for over five years. Our wealth of reviews speak for itself for building web and app projects. Try us today. Create your online business with a single vendor or multi-vendor marketplace connecting buyers and sellers. If we don't deliver what we promise, you'll receive money back guaranteed. Go to auctionsoftware.com. Downloadable software at auctionsoftware.com. That's A-U-C-T-I-O-N software.com. Nothing frustrates professional truck drivers more than being paid for fewer miles than they actually drive. At Rail Transport, our drivers are paid on practical route miles. That means an average of 8% more paid miles. And at Rail, our drivers can give themselves quarterly raises with our Your Choice Pay Plan. If you'd like to earn $70,000 or more per year, visit rail.jobs today. That's R-O-E-H-L dot jobs. Or call 888-356-1142. Road Dog Trucking Radio. Our favorite color is chrome. Road Dog Trucking Radio, Sirius XM 146. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. The number to join us, 8888-ROAD-DOG. We're here live today. I'm going to get to those calls in a little bit. I want to go back to the safety issue because all of a sudden, out of nowhere, drivers and owner-operators seem to be really, really concerned about safety. And I say that kind of sarcastically because in 32 years of doing this, I haven't heard nearly this much concern from drivers about safety. In fact, when I talk about things that could make this industry safer, I get a lot of pushback. Now, I used to talk about driving slow. I I still do. It's the single best way to improve your fuel economy. I talked about driving 55, 57, 
my primary reason for that was just fuel economy and savings and money. But please don't try to argue that driving 70 or 75 miles an hour is safer than driving 55. Not even with the speed differentials. The slower a vehicle goes, the safer it becomes. In every aspect, reaction time, stopping distance, force of the impact if you do happen to hit something, severity of the crash, deaths, everything goes up. The faster you go, the less safe a vehicle becomes. But when I talked about going slow, people were all over me. What well, what happened to safety? If you're so concerned about safety, why would we be pushing for 80-mile-an-hour speed limits in trucks? That's not safe. There's no logic anywhere that would prove that 80 miles an hour is safer than 55. Tires don't handle that speed as well. Nothing does. It's far less safe. Now, it, obviously, those are the speed limits. I don't care. I'm not going to go fight to get them lowered. I certainly never drove that fast. I did it mostly for, like I said, cost, but it's safer. Last year, when, and even a lot of this year, when I was talking about autonomous technology, clearly autonomous technology is going to be safer than human drivers. If you want to argue that, you're you're really fighting a losing battle. It's obvious because the early autonomous technology we're already adding to vehicles is making them safer, and it's making up for human deficiencies. We have lots of cars on the market now with automatic braking, and it is saving lives because people don't pay attention all the time, and they run right into things, and it's getting worse all the time because of devices and texting and people watching videos and on Facebook Live when they're driving down the road. So we need autonomous technology to make up for all of our shortcomings. We have lane departure warning systems that are saving lives and and minimizing accidents. But when I talk about autonomous technology, people are all over me. And some even say they're going to kill people. Well, well, of course they're going to kill people. I've always admitted that, but they're going to autonomous vehicles are going to kill a lot fewer people than human beings do right now. And human beings are getting worse every year because of all our distractions. We now have I just saw this on the news last night. We now have a new violation in a motor vehicle. It's called D.U.I.E. Driving under the influence of electronics. That is a real violation, carries the same penalties as a DUI in some states. That's how bad humans are getting at driving. So if we're really concerned about safety, the way I see all these crashes posted on Facebook and everything's blaming the ELDs. Look, I I agree. ELDs are not the answer. They're not going to make anybody safer. Well, I should take that back. They will improve safety in some ways. Because we do have people that flagrantly break the hours of service laws and then cause accidents because we're too tired. It does happen. On the other hand, it is going to cause people to rush. I, I get that. So who know, anybody who predicts and thinks they're going to be right about whether ELDs will cause more accidents or save, 
this is just a guess. Nobody knows. We could end up with very little change. It might save some accidents, might cause others. Who knows? But if you're if you're really that concerned about safety, which in the last 32 years I haven't seen that from drivers all that often, then we should be promoting slower speeds and more autonomous technology. Whether it's it doesn't have to be a fully self-driving truck, but the more of these autonomous safety systems we put in, the better it should be. At least that's the way I see it. A um, couple more things. One, I'm very, very excited to announce our latest app from Let's Truck. So if you listen to the show, you probably know we have lots of shows. On Monday we do uh, sometimes Broker Connect, sometimes Larry Wingett and I do a show together. Tuesdays we do the Power Hour. Wednesdays we do Destination Health. Um, Fridays and or Saturdays and Sundays we do the live show. All of those shows are now available on our app to listen to anytime you want. And we just released the app last week. And you can go back and see episodes all the way back to 2010. So we loaded all of our history in the app already. So if you want to go back and listen to old shows, you can do that. If you want to listen live on our app, you could do that. If you had our app in your hand right now, you could be listening to the show live through the app. Or you can go back and listen to any show you want. This is a drop-dead simple app. We designed it that way. It only does one thing, but it does it really well. You download the app, which is free. We have it for both Android and Apple. You download it, it's free. You open it up, and you listen to our shows. It doesn't do a whole bunch of stuff. It's not complicated. We wanted just a really simple way to listen to our shows whenever you wanted to listen to them. And now it's here, and it's free. So head over to the Google Play Store or your Apple App Store and get your, oh, search for Audio Road, no space, just one word, Audio Road, A-U-D-I-O-R-O-A-D, Audio Road, and download it. It's free. You can listen live or you can listen to any show anytime you want. We're very excited about that. Um, One other thing. I want to just toss this out. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this. I probably will spend more time on Wednesday for Destination Health. We just launched our first live course online. It's called Stop Holding the Steering Wheel and Start Driving Your Business. It's all about getting started as an owner-operator. That course is closed, by the way. Um, We have over 100 people taking that, and I am so excited about this. I've been teaching owner-operators for 25 years. I do it in live seminars. I do it here on the air. I've done webinars. I've done all kinds of things. Nothing has been as effective as these online courses and now the live online courses. So what we're doing is we're creating a course that you could, if you want, just go take it online all by yourself. We're also offering those courses as live taught courses by me so you still have all access to the material online but on top of that we get together as a class once a week in a conference call webinar you get to ask all your questions I get to add more material during that week 
I make book recommendations, all kinds of things. And you get access to a live Facebook group that I monitor all week and answer questions and all the members are sharing. This is new for us, but the results so far have been amazing. Like I said, we have over 100 people in our first class and they are loving it. So I am, I'm so excited about this. I'm, I'm willing to take on a second class right now. I've been able to clear some things off my schedule, but I want to see if there's enough interest. We had, we, our first course was Keto Jumpstart, all about getting healthy using a keto diet, reversing diabetes, high blood pressure, getting off medications, losing weight, getting really healthy. We've had over 650 people go through that course. Tons of success stories and great feedback. Now I want to do that same course live. So we will do it over a 12-week time period. We'll meet once a week in a webinar conference call. We'll have another private Facebook group for that class. I'll monitor that. There's going to be tons of benefits. I'm going to do some how-to videos that aren't a part of the course right now, like home fermenting and home canning of meats and meals. Lots and lots of great ideas. The thing about these courses, I need to have a certain number of people in order for, because there's a lot of time up front to set these up, obviously a lot of time each week for me, and I just need to know I have a certain number of people in there. Um, The number is roughly 50. So, I mean, if we had 45, I would probably do it, but 50 is the number. I'd just like to know how many of you would be interested in the Keto Jumpstart. If I could get 50, we'd start it in a week or two. We're, We're almost ready anyway. So I put a poll up on my Facebook page. Takes you five seconds. Just click on it. Yes, I'd be interested. No, I wouldn't. Or I would be, but maybe later. Go take the poll or call here and let me know. Or you can always send an email to support at letstruck.com and let me know. We'll be right back. Stick around. Kevin Rutherford. to success is waiting for you at Landstar, the leading company for owner-operators for more than 20 years. At Landstar, it's always your truck and your choice of the loads you want to haul, and the decisions on where to run is up to you. Landstar also offers unparalleled team support and benefits, including percentage pay, fuel and tire discounts, appreciation days, and more. Keep moving forward on the road to success with Landstar. Visit them online at leasetolandstar.com. Message and data rates may apply. Please don't text while driving. Do you know the top three promotional items for driving new customers? We do. Do you know how to make your logo come alive and magnetically attract new, long-lasting customers? We do. And do you know how to ensure your logo is delivered on the right promotional items on time at a great price? We do. 100% satisfaction guaranteed. Who are we? We're 4imprint. 
the nation's leading team to make your logo shine on your choice of thousands of promotional items. And right now, we want to share with you for free the top three promotional items for driving new customers. Discover them now by texting ACT77 to 88988. Let us show you what a difference the right promotional items can make to help grow your brand. With 4imprint, you'll get high-quality products, exclusive items, popular brands, on-time delivery, and outstanding customer service. That's what we do. Discover the top three promotional items for driving new customers by texting ACT77 to 88988. That's ACT77 to 88988. I'm Trina. And I'm Dan. We're, We're the, the founders, founders of, of Z Quiet. Let me be honest, I snored. Yeah, he did. Crazy loud. I tried everything, including surgery, to solve my snoring problem, but nothing worked. We knew there had to be a better solution, and we found it. Go to GetZQuiet.com. ZQuiet is so easy to wear and works right out of the box. Over a million men and women have kicked snoring out of bed thanks to ZQuiet, and you can too. To try ZQuiet for 30 days for just $9.95, go to GetZQuiet.com. That's GetZQuiet.com. I'm Jeff Eno from the Weather Channel with an interstate weather update, and we have seen the winter weather advisories into portions of northern Minnesota, parts of North Dakota, also Montana, and we will see advisories and warnings uh, either intact or kicking in for parts of Wyoming into Idaho, Colorado, over towards Nevada. The Sierra will see some of the warnings there and also some warnings into parts of Oregon and advisories up into Washington. And we have seen some of the snow above 94 into parts of North Dakota and Minnesota. And then backing up I-94 and I-90, we've seen snow along the interstate there. As we get closer to uh, spots along I-80, we've seen more of the rain, but also snow mixing in through parts of Utah, Nevada, and then into the Sierra. And as we make our way a little farther east, we've seen some showers and storms around the Chicago area and then also into Michigan. I'm Jeff Eno with Custom Weather for Drivers. Twice an hour on the Road Dog, Sirius XM 146, and on the Sirius. I'm Kevin Rutherford. The number to join us, 8888 Road Dog. I'm going to get right to the phones. Let's head off to, uh, where are we going? Hold on. We're going to go to California. Mark, welcome to the program. Hello, Kevin. How are you today? Doing great. What's on your mind? i got an oil sample for you to look at. All right. Uh, let me take a look at the, ooh, um, Wow. First off, let me tell you, they got the they got the oil wrong. It should be Rotella T6 540 instead of the AMS oil 530. So that's viscosity problem. Okay, good. That was confusing me. So I'm glad you cleared that up. That was going to be my first. So the T6 is full synthetic, though, right? Yeah. So that that viscosity is still a little high, even though it's a well, five. The, the, the Amsoil is a 530. No, I, I know, but right. But even when I look at a full synthetic 540, or yeah, 540, 14.6 is high. Not quite as bad as it would be if we thought we were looking at a 30 weight, but 14.6 is still much higher than I would expect um, Rotella T6 to be. But that's not my big concern. That might be the little bit of soot we're getting in there that's doing that. Um, 
My bigger concern, is there really only 23,000 miles on this oil? Yeah. That, my, that, my problem is the iron content. Yeah, that, that's about four times, almost five times higher than what I would expect it to be right now. And there doesn't seem to be any reason why. That's a little confusing. There's no silicon, so it's not dirt getting in the oil. There's no fuel to speak of, so it's not fuel dilution. There's no coolant. So all the things we would normally see that would cause those wear metals to go up aren't really happening. Um, Where did you get the oil changed? I, I, you know, I, I haven't, I, I mean, this, this sound, I didn't change it. I just took a, a sample this time. But when I got it changed uh, from the Amsoil to the T6, it was, it was that so, speed go. Okay, so maybe that's what I needed to know then. So prior to this sample, you had been running Amsoil for a long time. Uh, for about, I think, 50 thousand miles or something like that. I've been going well, back and forth between well, six and, and oil just depending. Well, if I look back then, and I use your numbers about 50 or 60,000 miles, if I go back to sample number 11 with almost 20,000 miles on the oil with the Rotella, your iron was at 55. The next two right. would have been the Amsoil. And your iron went up to 129 and 207. There, and I think what's happening is what it's, it's elevated now because we just haven't gotten all that out of the oil yet. You know, when you change oil, some, some stays up in the galleys and up in the upper end of the engine. So that makes more sense. It was 207. Now it's 116, which is still high, but I think that's leftover. So for whatever reason, I've never been a big fan of Amsoil. I I just haven't. I know some people like it. I don't like the oil. I don't like their model of how they sell it. You got lots of people running around claiming to be oil experts because they're an Amsoil distributor when they know next to nothing about oil. Um, It's just, and, and obviously your engine does not like Amsoil. Those are really bad iron numbers. Well, when when I went to 129, I had a uh, I had a jig spring break on my jigs, and so I thought the reason it jumped that much that particular time was because of the yeah. the, uh, the, the, it, the stuff it might have got from the jigs being it, it's, bad on it. It's possible. I'm not going to say it couldn't happen, but I've read tens of thousands of oil samples and that's usually not the case because when a when a metal, when a part breaks yeah you're going to get some metal that flakes off there but to see these kind of numbers we're talking about constant wear over and over and over and over so usually a a, a part breaking we might see a slight increase but you know 207 on oil that only had 50-some thousand miles, again, it's about four or five times higher, and there's no apparent reason why. It's not, it's not contaminated oil that's doing it. It's something about that oil that's doing it. So, And now we can see every time you go back to the Rotella, which even though it's about the most common oil out there, 
I'm a pretty big fan of Rotella. It's got a lot of zinc, which is very protective to the metal. It's, you know, inexpensive compared to the premium oils, and it just really works well. So I would say um, now that we've kind of seen that pattern, I might change the oil one more time to get that number down again, and then we'll see is it still wearing or was it the Yams oil causing the problem. So go ahead and change the oil again, and then, and change all the filters and all that good stuff, and then and then take another sample and yep. twenty five thousand or so and see yeah. what happens. Yeah, and what we're looking for, we'd love to see it under that one sixteen. If it keeps coming down, then that's good. That means it really is just residual leftover, and and we're getting it out, and we're not getting anything new. Well, like on the, now on the two hands oil samples, the first one was 129, and it went up to two, two, 209 or something like that, or in between that. And that was, you know, the, during that first time was when the the Jake break was rebuilt, and then then it was then I thought that the increase might be the um, you know residual. On, on the second one. It, it, it's, it's possible, but it actually, it, it was climbing. And, and you gave me the history. When Rotella was in there, it was low. When Amsoil was in there, it was high. Uh, and climbing. Yeah. And again, I, I don't typically see those kind of numbers from a part just breaking. So it's possible, but the more obvious answer here is your engine just doesn't like the Amsoil. And and right, so there's yeah there's no point then. yeah there's no point in paying money for an oil that in all apparent you know markers is actually doing worse. I mean why why pay for that expensive right. oil when it's doing worse? And Rotella seems to be doing great. And honestly, with all the oil samples that I review, if I were ever going to partner with an oil company, there's a very good chance it would be Rotella. It's just a really good all-around oil. Okay. Well, I wanted to get your input on it because I'm. I got another issue that I. I got exhaust gaskets I got to get fixed. So. Got it. I was thinking about maybe having to pull the valve covers and just have a look at the cam because I've had trouble with cam replacement in the last it, it, couple of years too. It, so it can't hurt. You know, that's. I think that's a good idea. So I would recommend that as well. You're going to be up in there anyway. Let's uh, let's get to another call before the break. Let's go to Utah. Chris, welcome to the program. Hi, Kevin. Thanks for taking my call. What can I help you with today? Um, first of all, the, uh, the SLD that I bought on the way home from the CMC last year, I made the last payment on it two days ago. Ah, so congratulations. It paid off and all good. Yeah, so now I'm, I'm looking to buy a trailer. Um, one problem I've been having with financing is, is last year I took all the depreciation of my truck, mainly to cover a Roth conversion. To, to take care of those taxes, so I didn't have to pay the huge right. tax bill. So, right. So when 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 they looked at my tax return, everybody says, "Oh, I lost money." They I have a hard time uh, getting financing for a trailer. Uh, I can get financing through Landstar, but they'll only do brand new. So I, I'm looking at whether I should buy a, a brand new trailer right now and get it through you know through LCAP. 
for their financing or wait until till spring where I can have a big down payment and, and get really what I, what I want, something with disc brakes and all that. Ooh, um, okay. So if you were to buy it now, you would give up some of those things to save the cost, which I understand. Um Here's the other question. Do you have a trailer now, or will this be your first trailer? It will be my first. I'm paying 195 bucks a week in rent. Plus, you're not getting the percentage for the trailer. Well, I am because okay. I'm paying the rent. Oh, that you're renting. That's right. Okay. Percentage. That's right. So what we gain here, we gain a couple things. Um, that rental just kind of disappears. We never see it again. Um, When you buy something, we build equity, especially trailers. They last forever. The other thing is we can modify our own trailer to be even more fuel efficient. We can keep it nice and clean and well prepared instead of, you know, sometimes dropping and hooking. And and I don't know if you're doing any of that. Um, Let me get to a break. There's a lot to think about here. I want to come back and give you some things to uh, think about and help you make this do that right after this. Stick around. Nothing frustrates professional truck drivers more than being paid for fewer miles than they actually drive. At Rail Transport, our drivers are paid on practical route miles. That means an average of 8% more paid miles. And at Rail, our drivers can give themselves quarterly raises with our Your Choice Pay Plan. If you'd like to earn $70,000 or more per year, visit rail.jobs today. That's R-O-E-H-L dot jobs. Or call 888-356-1142. Howdy, folks. My name's Jeff. I want to ask you something. Do you own a cat? If you do, please listen up. We have a brand new organic cat litter called Cat Spot Litter. You see, I'm just an old country boy that stumbled into making an unbelievable new cat litter. It's made from real coconut. It has no chemicals and no dust. It 100% zaps cat urine smell. All you do is scoop the poop daily and stir in the urine. And let me tell you, since it's made from real coconut, Cat Spot's 100% biodegradable. When you're done with it, just put it in your yard, put it in your flower bed, or use it in your compost pile if you want to, because it does as a soil amendment. We call it Second Life Litter. Please stop filling up all those landfills with that toxic clay litter. Go to our website, catspotlitter.com and check it out for yourself. We're going to ship it straight to your front door with a money back guarantee. Hey, I appreciate it. Are you looking for a job or looking for a better one? Are you tired of applying for a job only to feel like your application fell into a black hole? Then you need to try ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter understands how frustrating it can be to apply for a job and never hear back. And that if you've taken the time to apply, you deserve to know where you stand every step of the way. 
When you apply for a job on ZipRecruiter, you can choose to get status updates. These alerts will let you know when your application has been received and when a real live person has actually viewed it. And if you don't get the job, you'll know when it closes so you can move forward to the next opportunity. Knowing where you stand keeps you in control of your job search. That's what makes ZipRecruiter the smartest way to get hired. To find a job you love today, download the top-rated ZipRecruiter app on iPhone or Android. Or get started at ZipRecruiter.com slash skills. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash skills. Once again, head to ZipRecruiter.com slash skills. Weekday mornings, 11 a.m. East, freewheeling. We talk about pop culture, talk to celebrity guests, and hear what drivers have to say about the world at large. I was talking with Chris in Utah. So, Chris, kind of give me a timeline here. You know, I, I unless you really, really need a big tax deduction this year, I wouldn't. Are you thinking about maybe buying it before the end of the year? I am thinking about it. See, um, after all expenses, including per diem, I'm looking at about $60,000 in taxable income. Okay. So an, a big write-off and, would and be so, nice. Go ahead. A big write-off would be nice this year then. So let's kind of – if you were to go buy the trailer right now, and I don't really care whether it's through Landstar, you know, their LCAP program is an awesome deal. You're getting a lot of value in the trailer at a great price, and I don't have a problem buying new because you could keep it forever. You're going to make a ton of money off of it in the long run. So if, if the way to get it right now is through the LCAP program, then I would do that. So I would set that issue aside. The issue to me really becomes, do you buy it now to get the tax write-off or do you wait till the spring because you'd have more money and you would buy a better trailer or more options? Do we have kind of a rough idea of what you would have to pass up if you bought it right now? You mentioned disc brakes. I, I really like disc brakes, so I'd have to think pretty hard about that. Is there anything else you'd have to give up if you bought it right now? Um, probably like a uh, auto inflation system for the tires. Which is another really – yeah. So I think I would buy it now. Um, okay. The, the, the auto inflation system is actually pretty easy to add. The disc brakes, not so much. Um, I've never looked at what it costs to retrofit disc brakes, so that may not be a, a smart move. This is a tough call. This isn't one of those easy answers. What about, have you looked? Is it possible if you stretch a little bit that you could still buy it before the end of the year and get those two things? Um, well, I haven't talked to anybody about that specifically yet. I was going to call the, uh, the there's uh, two trailer shops by my house. I was going to call them and see how long it would take for them if I were to order it. I don't know. I've looked online, and I haven't found anything out there with disc brakes. Yeah. I would have to, like, custom order it. 
Yeah, so I, I that's what I would do if I were in your shoes right now. I, I would get really serious about buying the trailer. And if there was any – remember, you can take delivery of that thing, or actually you don't even have to take delivery. If you can get a dealer to sign the contract and, and it kind of looks like you got it on December 31st, you still get the full deduction for the year. So you've got some time. I, I may really, really – you know, knuckle down and try to get the work done and see if there's any way you could buy the trailer you wanted by the end of the year. And also, I'm looking at if if Trump were to get this tax passed, um, the depreciation this year would be probably like twice as good as depreciating it when there's a lower tax rate, wouldn't it? That's correct. Yes. When it, so... There's a, it, it can get a little confusing, especially since we don't know what that tax bill is yet. Although it's looking good that we may have votes on something within a week or two here. I'm pretty excited about that. Right. But there's, you know, next year depreciation may go away. You may be able to write off everything you spend, but you could do that this year. With the Section 179 on a trailer, you're going to have plenty of room to do that. And you're right. If Absolutely if he sure. if he drops the tax brackets, then your big depreciation write off is more valuable this year than it's going to be next year. Right. Okay. Well, on on sixty thousand dollars of taxable income, do you have any estimate of what kind of tax bill I'm looking at? Yeah, I I can get you pretty close. Married or single? Single. Um. Any home mortgage interest, real estate tax, big charitable contributions? Uh, uh, yeah, a little bit of home mortgage, not much. Okay. Like, like I said, I would consider it $60,000 after, after everything. Okay, so if it's $60,000 of net business income, the, so, the your self-employment tax is easy. That is a straightforward calculation. It's, barely, it's basically 60000 times uh, 15.65, I think that's right, it's close enough, it's basically 15. So you've got nine to $10,000 in self-employment tax alone. Then most of that 60,000 goes over to your 1040, your personal return, and now you're going to pay your personal income tax on that. Now, you're going to get your itemized deductions and your exemptions. So we might get down to maybe 45 or so. And then that's going to be your tax bracket, roughly 15% of 45000 So, you know, now we've got another – you're looking at every bit of fifteen to 20000 in tax. Wow, because uh, I did my tax last year through CLA. And they gave me estimated vouchers of 550 bucks a quarter. I, okay, here's the problem. And this is why I don't want to keep bashing them, but, you know, it was my decision to go with them. But we also took it back from them. Um, we're now doing all of our tax and accounting in-house again, which is something I was doing back in 1990 and did for a very long time. Um, we weren't happy with a lot of their results. Some people were getting excellent tax returns in accounting. Some were not, and that wasn't acceptable to us. Here's what they did. And, and this is common. A lot of accountants do this. 
We even do it sometimes, but we explain to people why. The, the software that you use, that every accountant uses, bases your estimates on last year's return. Well, that's not always accurate. That's a loss. Exactly. That's why it's, they're, they're estimating so low. Now, that's completely legal to pay those estimates, and you could never be penalized if you paid those, and that's why they do that. But it, it, it's also better to try to help the client look forward and say, you know, this year you had big depreciation, you had this, um, you know, your estimates are low, but we think your tax is going to be much higher. And, and, and that, you know, again, that that's a challenge. It's always been a challenge. It, it's a lot of work to keep up on that. But, but that's kind of the standard we want to try to hold to is that we're going to try to help you look forward as well. And, you know, so you don't get a big surprise like this. Right, right. Well, I, I've got the cash in the bank, so it's not going to hurt, but uh... – I didn't have to spend it on it. That would be nice. Well, it, how, how it, it always hurts. You guys it it always hurts when we have to write that check to the government. Um, yeah, it, but it, it doesn't hurt nearly as much when you've been disciplined and you've saved the money. So congratulations on that. You can just call us. We have several different programs. We can do all of your accounting and your tax work. We can You can use our software and we do the tax. You can just have us do tax. So uh, just call the... Uh, the 855-800-FUEL, and we'll explain all the programs to you, and if you want to, we'll get you signed up. All righty. Sounds good. All right. Thanks for the call. Uh, sounds like you got a lot of good stuff going on. Congratulations. Let's go to Texarkana. Mario, welcome to the program. Hey, Kevin. How you doing, brother? Good. What's on your mind today? Can you hear? All right. Uh, I was asking... And, uh, you know, with Lisa, I, on the ketogenic, I've lost 60 pounds over the year, you know. Excellent. And uh, I was just, I appreciate it, but I wanted to know if a banana is bad. So here's the thing. Um, I, I wish people would get away from, and I don't mean this question, I mean it just in general, I see this a lot. I actually have gotten kicked out of keto groups because I keep challenging the idea of what is a ketogenic food. Technically, there's no such thing as a ketogenic food. I, I could even make the argument that I could eat a Big Mac every day and I could stay in ketosis. Now, I wouldn't do that. It's not very healthy. But ketosis doesn't apply to food. Ketosis is when our body is producing ketones, and that's what we're striving for. So, yeah, I could eat a banana and be in ketosis. I do it. I eat monkey brittle, which is made from bananas and raisins, both high in sugar. It, it's the over. Well, the reason I wanted to know that is, go ahead. Yeah, it's the overall number of carbs that you're taking in in a day, and that isn't even fixed. Some people can only take in 15 grams of carbs a day to get into ketosis. Other people who are healthy and active, I've seen people that can stay in ketosis doing up to 80 and 100 grams of carbs a day. I can stay in ketosis between about 60 and 80 grams of carbs. I couldn't two years ago, but I can now. And if I'm active, I, I can do even better. So it's really not a matter of which food, 
It's a matter of how many carbs can you personally take in in a day and still stay in ketosis, and how do you want to eat those carbs? You know, do you want some of them to be fruit, bananas? Nothing wrong with that. But the goal is to stay in ketosis. So Mario, I'm going to get to a break. I'll come back to you right after this. Don't go away. truck drivers. The freight market is hot. Rates are up and the e-log mandate may push them even higher. Lease your business on with a leading freight board so you can immediately share in the higher rates. Schneider's Choice Program, the premier choice for owner-operators for years, now boasts even more access to freight in a hot market, plus lower operating costs and ELD compliance. Lease on now as a van or tanker owner-operator with Schneider's Choice Program at SchneiderOwnerOperators.com. That's SchneiderOwnerOperators.com. Hiring is important, but finding the right people can be a real challenge. That's why ZipRecruiter is obsessed with finding you qualified candidates fast. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology finds candidates with the right experience. Then, their proprietary job alerts notify the most qualified people to apply for your job as soon as you post it. You can even add screening questions to your job post, narrowing your focus to only relevant applicants, saving you time. No wonder 80% of employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within just one day. The right candidates are out there. This is how you find them. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Businesses of all sizes trust ZipRecruiter for their hiring needs. We're so confident that ZipRecruiter will get you better results than anywhere else. We'll let you try it free. That's right, free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash try free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash try free. ZipRecruiter.com slash try free. Listening to NFL radio is like spending your week wearing a coach's headset. Analysts like Tory Holt, Ed McCaffrey, Jim Miller, Gil Brandt, and Bill Polian bring you closer to the game. Unless you have the rushers, you can't finish. And if you can't finish, you can't win these close games. It's that simple. Then Sunday at noon Eastern, it's like being on the sideline. When we take you live to every stadium for the biggest moments as they happen on the Sunday drive. 10, 5, touchdown! Sirius XM NFL Radio Channel 88 and on the Sirius XM app. I'm Todd Borton, Weather Channel, with an interstate weather update. North-south interstates, I-5, we have some rain and higher elevations like snow. I-5, Washington State, northern Oregon, as well as northern. And central California, I-15, watch out for the snow. Particularly into Montana and Idaho, pushing into far northern Utah. Some treacherous driving through there. I-25, some flakes of snow and some lower elevation rain. From Wyoming into Colorado and New Mexico, I-35, the stray shower cannot be ruled out. Oklahoma and parts of north Texas, and also a flake of snow or two in Minnesota. I-75, scattered showers, storms in Michigan, and an isolated shower and a rumble of thunder cannot be ruled out from Ohio all the way down into Georgia. 
I-77, a stray shower storm from Ohio all the way into the Carolinas. I-79, a stray shower storm in Pennsylvania and West Virginia. I-81, scattered shower storms, parts of New York State, Pennsylvania, all the way down through Virginia. And I-95, some scattered shower storms, parts of the Mid-Atlantic states, down through the southeast. I'm Todd Bork with Custom Weather Drivers Twice Down, Road Dog Series 10147. Your money, your taxes, your truck, and your road to success in the trucking industry. Now, now, back to trucking business and beyond. The show that puts the money where it belongs. Back in your pocket. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. The number to join us, 8888 Road Dog. You know, I, I talked earlier about this uh, idea that I, this term I keep seeing all over Facebook and social media about the ELDs are taking away the flexibility. And that makes me a little crazy. The ELDs are not changing anything about our, the hours of service except the way they get measured. They're not changing the rules at all. On paper logs, there is no flexibility. There's only cheating. Now, I've admitted many times that when I drove, I cheated too. And I was part of the problem. We all cheated, and we, we made it easy for the shippers, the carriers, the brokers, the receivers, everybody to get their way. We, we cheated our time to benefit them. And I'm just as guilty as everybody else. And I've admitted I cheated on my logs. Now, the whole time I was at FedEx, I didn't have to. We ran scheduled runs. So I could also say that for hundreds and hundreds of thousands of miles, I never cheated because I didn't need to. But when I ran over the road, general freight, you know, trying to keep customers happy, I cheated. All I'm saying is let's be honest and call it what it is. It's cheating. And let's also look at the fact that ELDs may be the first time we ever have some leverage to get real changes to the hours of service, which is what we need. But somebody called me an asshole because it, they know I cheated too, and, and I'm you know writing about this. Well, thanks for the name calling, by the way. That's real mature. Um, but I've admitted to cheating. I've admitted to being part of the problem. Now I'm saying, here, we have an opportunity to fix it Let's stop calling this flexibility that's ignorant. And it looks bad to the public. It looks bad to the government when we keep admitting that we don't want ELDs because we can't cheat anymore. Stop saying we don't want ELDs because it takes away the flexibility. I read every single word in the hours of service. It's painful, but I did it. There is nothing in there that says paper logs are flexible. Nothing. The rules are the rules. doesn't matter how you measure them. The ELDs changed nothing about flexibility. They changed how easy it is to cheat. That's it. And let's just be honest about it. Let's go to the phones. Let's head off to California. Dale, welcome to the program. Hey, Kevin, thank you so much for taking my call, and I'm, I'm sorry for that painful experience, but yeah. multiply that by about 100 regulations, and welcome to my old world. <laughs> Reading regulations is so painful, I know, but, but I, wanted to, I wanted to make sure. I thought I had a pretty good handle on hours of service, but so many times, like literally hundreds of times a day right now, I see 
all these statements about people saying ELDs are taking away all the flexibility. And I thought, my God, have I been wrong all these years? Was there some flexibility in the hours of service that I wasn't aware of? But I read the whole thing. It's not in there anywhere. No, 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 you're, uh, you're correct. It was uh, nowhere to be found in the regulation. And, and I got to admit, I was never the smartest guy that ever put on a uniform, but I was declared an expert witness in court on hours of service. And it's just, I retired undefeated. It's just not the, that hard to find you in your lies. <laughs> but I found, I just thought of a great product that we're missing in the store that I think we need to add. What's that? Well, I think, you know, with 43 days coming till the mandate is enforced, we need to add grown-up big boys' underwears and grown-up <laughs> big girl panties. And then when people, you know, feel the urge that the device is making them do something that they wouldn't normally do, they could go, geez, I've got my big girl, my big girl panties or my big boy underwear grown up on. I don't have to do this. And oh. for people that haven't already purchased a device, I strongly recommend going with the one that doesn't pull a gun on you and force you to do anything against your will, like drive when you're tired. Or that. Uh, My personal favorite is speed through the construction zones because I normally find there's just way too much traffic to pull that off, but <laughs> maybe it happens. I don't know. Yeah, you bring and up another. My uh, final point. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Is Social media, you know, please don't post on social media how stupid you are. <laughs> don't post on there how uncompliant you are with the regulations, because it never goes away. Ask Gunny. I miss Gunny. But, you know, his yeah. legacy is never going to disappear. <laughs> There's and a the good poster child <laughs> that stood in front of that truck with the spray-painted ELD sign flipping the bird. That's immortal. It is immortal. That's just that, that's there forever. That that yeah. The funny thing is, those ignorant posts never go away, but the people sometimes disappear. You know that's and that's sad because that was so entertaining. I really, <laughs> I really do miss that. As painful as it was sometimes, it, you, it was entertaining. You know, Dale, you've been around a long time. You've been listening to the show a very long time. You remember the old, uh, it, it started off as CD Elevate and then became Let's Truck, and we had the uncensored forums back there, and they were like a uh, rowdy bar fight uh, because I didn't censor anything. <laughs> um, and I, I was just thinking about people 10 years ago when I started that, that fought me tooth and nail, called me every name in the book, they all eventually disappear. So if nothing else, I have more staying power than all of them. <laughs> well, and and it did provide hours and hours of entertainment. <laughs> Some days it was painful, but because you have to ask, does your brain see what your fingers are typing? <laughs> I, well, you brought up uh, a, another good one. You know, we have the flexibility thing that makes me a little crazy, but y you brought up the other one that I'm seeing a lot of. The ELD made me do it. I mean, we, we should get T-shirts. It, 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 it's not my fault the ELD made me do it. Flip Wilson all over again. Yeah, yeah. So it's just uh, – it's so now the, the big thing is let's go find a, a picture of a truck that crashed on a fleet that uses ELDs 
and we'll blame that crash on the ELDs, as though trucks without ELDs never crash, right? They don't. Well, and and that's an interesting comment, and I had to respond to one of those today because, you know, as an investigator, I would assume that, uh, you know, the person that made that comment, you know, took the measurements, took the statements, (laughs) interviewed the driver, (laughs) and, and came to that conclusion. I never did that, but... Maybe it was. Maybe I'm just a poor investigator. I don't know. <laughs> it is. Uh, it's really getting comical. And and finally today, I, I I've, I'm changing my tune. I've been known to do that over the years. I, I don't stick with one thing. If there's something better, if there's new evidence, if there's a new reason, I'm willing to change my mind. Sometimes I'm even willing to say, look, I was wrong before, and I'll change my mind. I don't think I was wrong on this one, but I have changed my mind. We can make it official today. I am now pro-ELD. I haven't been. All this time, I've been against them. Said it about a thousand times, but enough people have told me that I'm pro-ELD that I just decided at this point I might as well be, and this might be the one thing that finally gets us meaningful hours of service change and gets some of the bottom feeders out of the industry and get rates up so as much as I don't like the government intrusion, now that I'm weighing the pros and the cons, I guess I'm officially pro-ELD at this point. Well, you know what? You're onto something with the bottom feeders. And uh, in Canada, the uh, industry is actually very concerned about the amount of scabby carriers that are running this north-south corridor that aren't going to be able to comply. The uh, There's carriers that are actually concerned that these guys are going to go up and just stay in Canada and flood the Canadian market uh, because we don't comply till 2019. Oh. Uh, so Ooh. that's, uh, that's interesting. You know, an interesting. Yeah. Absolutely. I Now, I try to think of a lot of things when I'm looking at issues. I haven't thought of that one. That is interesting. That That's a, 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 well, di- a dynamic that could change all kinds of things. Sure, because we're such a small market on you're, the grand scheme of things. You're, you're a, almost exactly 10% of our market. Yeah. So when we uh, when we take guys out of the equation and dump them into our market, it's uh, it could and be a big problem for, that, for the Canadian-only carriers. And I hate to – you know, I, I really like Canadians. I have a lot of Canadian friends. I go up there for events. I've spoken up there. I'd like to do it more, but crossing the border is a pain in the ass when you travel a lot. Um, so I, I certainly don't want to see the Canadians suffer, but that could be interesting because if that happens, it makes capacity even tighter down here because 10% is 10%. Um but it makes things look really bad up there. I don't want to see that happen, but uh, exactly. wow, there's some food for thought. Good points as always, Dale. We're going to get to a break. We're going to be right back. Stick around. Kevin Rutherford.
to see what happens with our characters. It pulls you in. It's just knee-deep in nostalgia. You should go now. It's almost here. Join the kids from Season 2 of Stranger Things throughout the weekend on Sirius XM's Entertainment Weekly Radio, Channel 105, or listen on the Sirius XM app. If you've ever refinanced your home or car to take advantage of lower interest rates, you already know how much money you can save. So why not refinance your credit card debt? With average credit card interest rates at 16% APR, this simple life hack could save you thousands of dollars in interest. How much less could you be paying? If you have good to excellent credit, you may be able to dramatically cut your interest rate to as low as 5.49% APR with AutoPay. Plus, radio listeners get an additional interest rate discount by going to lightstream.com slash rate. Refinancing credit card debt with Lightstream is easy. The online application takes just minutes, and there are no fees. That's what we call lending uncomplicated. So apply today and get a special interest rate discount when you go to lightstream.com slash rate. That's lightstream.com slash rate. Lightstream.com slash rate. Subject to credit approval, rate includes 0.5% auto pay discount available when you select auto pay prior to loan funding. Advertised rates, terms, and promotions are subject to change without notice. Conditions and limitations apply. Visit lightstream.com for important terms and conditions. Licensed in all states. Product availability varies. Agents may be compensated on enrollment. Michael Stahl is my guest. He's the vice president of Health Markets. Health Markets is trying to make this crazy Medicare easy to understand. Would you explain how it works? So Health Markets offers a free service with access to thousands of Medicare plans nationwide to help folks maximize their benefits and save their money. Enrollment in the right plan is not automatic. With so many Medicare options out there, it can be confusing. So my advice is to don't go it alone. Get unbiased help to help find a plan. It may cost less. It may cover more with lower co-payments, more choices like dental and vision care, and the freedom to see the doctors you choose. Best of all, Medicare assistance is free. Our licensed agents can do the work for you, making the process really easy. The Medicare enrollment deadline is only weeks away, so it's important to act now. Call Health Markets today. For your free Medicare assistance, call 800-264-3705. That's 800-264-3705. 800-264-3705. 800-264-3705. Remember when a small business needed a landline? With Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system, you get all the features of a business phone system on your cell phone. Choose a Grasshopper phone number to connect your team and make it easy for your customers to reach you. Forward your calls to any phone and even get your voicemails transcribed. Using our iPhone and Android apps, make calls and send texts from your Grasshopper phone number. See how it works at grasshopper.com. The Dave Nemo Show, 7 a.m. East. Your talk and conversation open to uh, everybody in trucking. Road Dog Truck. Kevin Rutherford, the number to join us, 8888-ROAD-DOG. Looks like I lost the call that I was going to go back to. So I will head off instead to Illinois. Don, welcome to the program. Hello, Kevin. How are you doing today? Doing great. What's on your mind? Oh, not much. Just want to say one thing. Well, congratulations. Welcome to the club for being pro-ELD. 
Exactly. <laughs> they, they, they finally pushed me over the edge. If they're just going to keep claiming it, I might as well just uh, wear it proudly at this point. My big question is, I wonder how, yeah. many, I wonder how many listeners I'll lose. Well, you know what? If you lose your lose those listeners, they'll be missing out on valuable information that you can give. Well, we'll we'll that see. Might be able it, to help them out later on. Yeah, and the one thing I decided a long, long time ago is I can't possibly please everybody on the radio. And if I lose so many listeners that I don't have a show anymore, well, then it wasn't meant to be. Yeah. Well, look at it this way: if you get a piece. Fifty percent plus one, you're doing your job. There you go. <laughs> um, you always talk about doing the hard work, you know, put in the blood, sweat, the tears, the sacrifices, and everything else. I think I hope after twenty years of driving, I've pretty much done that. Okay. I got landed in my lap. Now, granted, my wife kind of helped out with this. All right, she knows the dispatcher of a small company, which. I will tell you that this small company is going to comply with the ELD mandate. So to, so I think he realizes that there's a lot of small companies going to go out of business because of it. He's going to capitalize on it so much to where uh, he's ordered uh, he's ordered 20 brand new trucks, which one of them is going to be sitting there waiting for me. But anyway, hold on one second. Okay, I had to show my GPS up. Um, what it is is that I've pretty much got about 95% of what I wanted. I get a brand new truck, a signed reefer trailer to me, three cents more per mile for pay, and I'll be home about every other weekend. And there's some other stuff, so Easy Pass, uh, Transflow, and everything else. You know, got an AP, going to be having an APU on the truck too. Okay. Now, after 20 years of driving, you know, when I was approached about it, I've already talked to the dispatcher, and that's who my wife knows. Um, talked to her and all that, and she's been hounding my wife so much, it's not even funny. Wanted me there, you know, after you know, 18 years over the road, you know, 20 years altogether in the industry, you know, with approximately 2.6 million miles driven without a preventable. You know, I got to thinking, you know, with them being a small company, and they're saying, you know, they're kind of desperate. But realizing what's going on with the industry alone, um, experience is king right now. You know, with you know, with the experience that I have, I can benefit any company I want to go to. Right. And I love that. I love that position to where I'm at. You know, and this, you know, somewhat to a you know encouragement to you know the younger drivers. You know. You know, one year or just starting or whatever, you know, the rookies and all that. And said, you know what, just hang in there. And, you know, learn as, learn as much as you can. You know, it took me about almost 20 years to get to this point. But I just kind of want to know what your opinion is. You know, this is a tough one. Um, there are lots of things that I can give absolute advice on. You know, we can measure it by the numbers or, you know, we can predict this or that. And I'll say, here's what I think the better choice is. The one thing that's really, really hard to do is this question. Um, Because there's so many factors here that we can't measure. There are awesome driving opportunities that I would never take because it doesn't fit my personality. 
there are great companies to work for that I could never work for because it doesn't fit my personality. There are opportunities I pass up all the time because it doesn't fit my strengths. Those things are so individual. People used to ask me to recommend carriers all the time, whether it was for a driver or an owner-operator. And I really just don't do that. I, I attempted it way, way back when, and it was a disaster. Companies that I thought, this is a great opportunity, a driver would go over there and absolutely hate it and then blame it on me. So I just stopped doing it. Now, there are a couple of com- carriers we partner with, Landstar being one and a couple others. Um, but but you don't hear me come on and say, oh, you should absolutely go to Landstar. I, I just like their model. We've worked with them really well over the years. We continue to work with them. So I, I don't really make many recommendations. I, I do have some methods of helping people make decisions. And one of the ways that I I would apply that in this situation is if we have a lot of choices. So are there a lot of choices in which carrier you want to work for? Uh, Not not you personally. I mean, no, I I mean in the industry. And, And it was kind of a rhetorical question. We have hundreds of thousands of carriers to choose from. It's like when we're buying a truck. Okay, well, we have thousands and thousands okay. of trucks to choose from. So I, I'm just trying to get to a big picture strategy here that I use. If I have a lot okay. of if I have a lot of things to choose from, I don't choose based on which one I like or which one I want. And the reason for that is, out of those hundreds of thousands of carriers. I could find reasons why almost all of them might be okay. Instead, I turn this equation upside down. If I have a lot of choices, I I immediately start looking for some reason not to pick that one. So if this opportunity is put in front of me, instead of listing all the reasons I would do it, because I can always find those, I start looking real hard for some reason not to do it. And if I get to an opportunity where I can't find any reason not to do it, then that has to be a really good fit for me. All right. Well, the way I basically describe it, and I've told my wife and I've told other people, and when I tell you this, it probably makes sense to you. Well, of course, you know, I told you with my experience, what I have and everything. If I decide I want to go work at a company making, let's say, 20 cents a mile, which is kind of unheard of, but, you know, I'm just using that as a basic example, all right? If I'm happy and content working 20 cents a mile and I'm able to pay my bills, who cares? Exactly. No, that's it my point. to me. That's my point. That's why picking a carrier isn't just about numbers. If it was just about numbers, I'd be able to help you do the math and this would be easy. But it's not. There, that's why... I don't have easy answers for this. So that's why I've developed that strategy of, you know, take take five carriers that you might be interested in working for right now, including the one you're at, and try this criteria. What are the reasons I wouldn't want this job? Instead of the reasons I would, we can always find all kinds of those. But again, if, if I can look at a job and say, boy, I've really looked through there. I can't find one reason not, not to take this job. Well, then that's the one. Well, 
I mean, yeah, there's probably a couple quarks, you know, like I said, I've got about 95% of what I want. The other 5% I'm going to have to work on through negotiation, which, you know, with you, with, you know, with you saying the power of negotiation, I mean, I couldn't believe it. I'm sitting there like saying, okay, is this a dream come true or what? You know, so here's another way to help you make that decision. You've been in the industry 20 years. How many times have you looked at a job and, and felt that way about it? Not very often. Uh, this is about the first time. Well, then that's because a... they pretty much came to me. That, that's a pretty... They pretty, pretty much came to me, even though... Yeah, that, that is a pretty on. powerful indication that this is probably the job you should take. Again, so many personal decisions in this that I... I all I really try to do is guide people to the right answer. I can't give you the right answer on this one. Let's uh, let's go to holy cow. Uh, let's go to Virginia. Les, welcome to the program. Hey, Kevin. I had a privilege this week uh, picking up a load in the charming village of Streetsboro, Ohio. You did. How interesting for yeah. the, for the people who don't know yeah. that that's where I grew up. Where'd you pick up it? Uh, accurate metals bringing uh, nose plates down the utility trailer and uh, got it. it. Cool. All right. Yeah. Uh, one thing that I really am getting tired of hearing on the Facebook feeds are is the victim mentality of so many people, so many owner operators. You know, this this gun, you know, ELDs can take money out of my pocket. We can't compete with the big boys. You know, the mega carriers want us out of here. Fuel is, you know, gas, gasoline, and fuel prices are causing my family, you know, deeper into debt. A bunch of, yeah, there are issues, but we need to look at them and how can we turn the tables on that? You know? I, I, I couldn't agree with you more, and I want to talk about that, so don't go away. The music's playing, that means I've got to get to a break. This is a topic near and dear to my heart the damn victim mentality that seems to get Stick around. We'll be right back. I'm Kevin Rothman. has driving job opportunities at many locations across the United States. Walmart offers full-time, flexible schedules with competitive pay within the driving industry. Many driver benefits, including medical, start on day one. And no-touch freight driving for an industry leader. Driving for Walmart is a great career opportunity. Why wait any longer to apply? And there are openings for safe professional drivers right now. 
Walmart pays for mileage, activities, and even offers a safety incentive you can earn each quarter of the year. If you are interested in advancing your driving career, see if Walmart is hiring in a place you'd like to work by visiting www.driveforwalmart.com and then apply online. That's drive, the number four, walmart.com. It could be the last job you will ever apply for. Walmart is an equal opportunity employer. Ow, ow. Yep, you guessed it. I'm a speed bump, so I've got one job. I slow you down. So imagine how I feel about Geico, who does way more. Like, not only could they save you money on car insurance, but they've been around for over 75 years, giving people fast and friendly claim service. Ow, ow. Plus, they got a nifty mobile app that gives you 24-7 access. Ow, ow. Just doing my job, buddy. Geico. Expect great savings and a whole lot more. Hemorrhoids. The pain, itching, and swelling can be unbearable. Now there's Recticare Complete Hemorrhoid Care System with two effective medicines that provide multi-symptom relief. Recticare Complete has the highest concentration of lidocaine and phenylephrine, HCL, without a prescription to relieve pain and itching and reduce swelling. Use Recticare Complete for noticeable results after the first use. Get Recticare in the blue and white box at Walmart, Walgreens, CVS Pharmacy, Rite Aid, and Meyer. Use only as directed. I'm Todd Borton, Weather Channel, with an interstate weather update. Watch out for some active weather in those east-west interstates. I-94, 996 in Michigan. Scattered shower storms still holding on that chance for a stray shower rumble of thunder along I-90. Anywhere from upstate New York all the way down through Indiana. Also along I-90. A flake of snow cannot be ruled out from South Dakota, more so into Montana, Idaho, and Washington State. Scattered shower storms affecting your ride from Maryland into Pennsylvania into Ohio. It does affect I-70 as well as I-80, I-76 and I-78. I-64, some scattered shower storms from Virginia into West Virginia, I-40. A few isolated shower storms North Carolina into Tennessee and I-20. A few isolated shower storms from Carolinas all the way into Alabama. Farther out west, I-40, a stray shower, maybe rumble of thunder from Texas and New Mexico, I-70, higher elevations like snow, Colorado and Utah. I-80, watch out for the flake of snow and the higher elevations of California and Nevada. I'm Todd Bork with Custom Weather Drivers Twice Down Road Dog Series 7 Rutherford, the number to join us, 8888 Road Dog. We'll go back to the phones. I was talking with Les in Virginia. Les, you know, I, I grew up in the industry. I've said many times, third generation. My grandfather had wooden benches for seats in his truck. There were no interstates. My father was an owner-operator way back when, the whole time I was growing up. I got into the industry early. I've been in it 32 years. I, you know, I'm not going to say there weren't victims in trucking back then. But it used to be a pretty darn tough independent industry. I, I just didn't hear a lot of the whining and crying from drivers and owner-operators back then that I hear now. Yeah, it's, it's, really, it, it's really sad that people can't think outside of their own body. You know, if they look at the bigger picture and realize that, yes, oil is down in Texas, but other part of the other part of the economy in uh, California.
California is doing great or vice versa. You know, and just look at the big picture instead of their own little 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 uh, ball field. Another issue that we always hear is, you know, the megas are self-insured. Uh, and so what would it what would it take for a small carrier to become self-insured? Well, Isn't there some type uh, of reinsurance that we could acquire with a hefty, well, hefty uh, deductible? Well, let, Les, let me ask you this, because I'm glad you brought that up. I've been hearing this forever. Oh, the mega carriers are self-insured. So what? What the hell does that mean anyway? Why, why is that? Why? And I'm honestly asking this question is I don't understand why that has ever been an issue. Well, I, I don't get it. Some, some companies do their own printing in-house. Others contract it out to somebody else. Some shops, some big carriers have their own maintenance shops. They do their own maintenance. Some contract it out to somebody else. Why is insurance any different? Why, why is it different if I want to handle my own insurance in-house or I want to pay somebody else? How, how is that any different from any other business service? I, I think the one thing about insurance is if you can't get insurance, uh, your authority gets shut down. Well, I think that's what a lot of people. That's the oh, one advantage to being self-insured is that. Well, but wait, but wait a minute. They, but but come on, let let's put some logic to that. That'd be like saying, "Well, this sucks as a small carrier. I can't go out and buy two hundred and fifty trucks at one time." But they can. Well, of course they can. They have lots of assets. They have lots of money. They have a line of credit. This is no different. They can self-insure themselves. So what? They've worked to get to that point where they can self-insure themselves. I either have a lousy record or not enough cash or there's some reason that's stopping me from getting insurance. But I I have never understood this fixation with self-insured. I'd love to have somebody explain to me why it's even an issue. Yeah. You know, one thing that the Koch brothers are very very definite about is they will reinvest 90% of their profits back in their company. And that's why Coke Industries is so vigorous and strong is because all the money, all their profits keep going back into the business. I think a lot of smaller carriers and single owner operators don't quite look at that. You know, don't, don't invest back into their business as much as they should. Do we do we forget, and maybe I am more in touch with this because I, I tend, over the years, I've tended to be at events like, you know, TCA conventions, and I've done a lot of speaking, so I, I've got to kind of sometimes hang out with the owners of some of these big carriers. Look, I'm not a, big carriers are not my market. I, I For a while, I started to do some seminars and some things for big carriers, and I realized early on, a long time ago, 20 years, that wasn't for me. That's not my market. I don't like working with them. I like working with small carriers and owner-operators. But I also don't think big carriers are evil, and I don't think big carriers are the problem. They're successful businesses. That's how they got big. But did we forget in this industry? I can't tell you how many times I've had what I consider to be the privilege of sitting down with the owner or CEO of a large carrier and hearing his story about how they started with one truck. Did, do we forget that? 
that many of those carriers started just like you and I with one truck? And wouldn't we love, maybe not, I mean, that was not my dream to own a big carrier, or I might have tried for it. But wouldn't a lot of people like to achieve that level of success? Why do we demonize them for succeeding? And something else is people are forgetting how long it took them to become a, quote, mega fleet. Exactly. I think if I remember right, Swift bought their first truck in, like, the 1950s, if I remember right, Um, long before deregulation. And up until deregulation, they never did become a big carrier. But but they grew and they were successful. And I think they might have even started with a pickup truck, if I remember right. Um, I might be getting my stories confused, but it's very uh, unusual to sustain a business for almost 70 years. But if you can, shouldn't you be big? And and again, why do we demonize that? You know, if you're not growing, you're slowly liquidating yourself. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So... You know, it it really, and I'm not one of those guys that says, oh, we should go back to the way it used to be. And I'm all for progress. But the attitudes in this industry today of what I've always believed, especially owner operators, that's really my market. I've always thought of them as very fiercely independent. Why are we crying that we can't succeed because of all of these issues that they seem to make up? All right. Well, thanks a lot. I've enjoyed the conversation. Thanks for the call. Let's uh, let's see. We've got time for another one before the break. Let's go to Indiana. Kevin, welcome to the program. Good afternoon, Kevin. How are you? Doing good. What can I help you with today? Well, before I tell you my story, I feel bad for you for all the negative feedback people feed you about the ELDR. Those are probably the guys back when gas fuel was 85 cents. Said when it goes to a dollar twenty-five, I'm parking my truck. Those are probably the same guys today. Yeah, you, you know the good news is uh, I'm a big boy with pretty thick skin, so they don't bother me. And actually, they give me all kinds of material for my show. Uh oh, oh, we lost Kevin. Oh, Kevin and I, you were going to have a question about the classes. I think we'll see if we can get you back in here. Um, let's go to Indiana. Daryl, welcome to the program. Hi, Kevin. This is Daryl. How are you doing? Doing great. What's, uh, what's on your mind today? And, um, she, she, she must, uh, I'm out, I'm in Texas right now. I'm you know, sorry, Kevin. I appreciate being on your, um, program. You know, that was my fault. She, know that I, um, it, it just said Daryl in <laughs> and then it, she didn't fill in the rest, so I thought the inn was Indiana. So you're in Texas. That's good. Okay. Yeah, I'm in Texas right now. I just wanted to let you know my wife, Angie, um, I I introduced you her to your class. She enrolled in your class, and she's got a lot of, you know, um, a lot on her plate. She actually works for a school district in Arizona. You know, she's a CDL school bus trainer and – also a third-party tester for CDLs, but more importantly, she's in her master's degree, last four months of, you know, getting her business administration degree as a master's degree. Now she's in in your class. But um, more importantly, um, you know, we're, we're previous um, 
business owners in the towing industry and sold that business in 06. So we kind of have some business sense, I would say. But more importantly, what I'm excited about is, is I'm leased on to a company, um, Fortune 500 company, small company, 65 trucks. And I've been very unhappy, to be honest with you, because I just can't make more money. And I signed up for the deal. And I understand signing up for a deal, you know, per mile and, you know, cost plus one on fuel and, you know, fuel surcharge, et cetera. You know, I figured I got to do something different. So what I started doing, I figured out I run from um, Oklahoma, Guymon, Oklahoma, to Oakland, California with cans. And I started, what I started doing is making my speed at 62 miles an hour in all states but California and 55 on the dot, which is very hard to do. But once you get used to it, um, I, I learned by buying fuel in New Mexico and Arizona and not buying any fuel in California. Like, for example, this fourth quarter in NIFTA, I've only bought 30 gallons of fuel in, in California. And I, I've done approximately 16,000 miles, and I only owe IFTA under $100. It's about $80, $89, right around, give or take, because it changes as I drive. I use a, a um, application called Smart Truck Route, which I was affiliated with when I was going. That thought, Daryl. The music's playing. I've got to get to a break. We'll come right back with more stuff right after this. I'm Kevin Rothbard. On Sirius XM Comedy Greats 94 with replays on Raw Dog Comedy 99. This is the continuing story of Dick and Rick. Dick is still running his plumbing business the same way he has since the Stone Age. Damn it, I left a bunch of customer quotes and invoices in my truck, and then they just blew right out the window again. Rick, on the other hand, knows how the software technology found in Jobber can help his lawn care business grow. It's raining today, so I rescheduled my crews, brought them into the shop, and cleaned up all of our equipment. I save almost a full day of productivity every week by using Jobber. It's so powerful, flexible, and easy. It took no time at all to train my crew on how to use it. I just sync my client list from QuickBooks and off I go. What do you think, Dick? Uh, does a spiral notebook count as a client list? If you want to run a better, more professional service business, Jobber is the right fit for you. Whether you operate a landscaping, HVAC, painting, cleaning, or any other professional service business, Jobber can make your business more efficient. Go to GetJobber.com to start your free trial. That's GetJobber.com. Go to GetJobber.com for your free trial today. With Zika and mosquito-borne disease all over the news, picture yourself owning a business that guarantees its customers a mosquito 
mosquito-free yard. We're the Mosquito Authority. We'd like to let you know how you can cash in by owning one of our few remaining franchise territories. Our backyard mosquito control business is in such big demand that we've already grown to more than 130 franchise owners. Franchise Business Review recently called Mosquito Authority a top emerging franchise, a top low-cost franchise, and gave us their Franchisee Satisfaction Award. Customers love us, and mosquitoes hate us. You know that timing is everything, and Mosquito Authority has just opened up a limited number of new franchise territories for sale. If you know a great thing when you see it, you have to call Mosquito Authority now. Get all the details from your cell phone now. Dial pound 250 and say the word mosquito. Dial pound 250, and when prompted, say the keyword mosquito. Again, Mosquito Authority is selling a limited number of franchise territories, so dial pound 250, keyword mosquito. Message and data rates may apply. This is Ton Ossegard with Creek Carrier Corporation. I just want to take this opportunity to say thank you. Thank you to all of America's truck drivers that are out there safely delivering America's freight. Truly, without truck drivers, America stops. And with that, I want to again say thank you to all the Creek Carrier, Schaefer, and Hunt drivers. And those of you that aren't drivers with Creek Carrier, this is a great opportunity to join our team. Please take a moment to check us out at CreekCarrier.com. Thank you again, and be safe. If you got it, I'll bet just about anything that a truck brought it. Road Dog Trucking Radio. Seriously. Kevin Rutherford. We're gonna get uh, we're gonna get right back to the phone calls. I'm gonna head off to we're going back to Texas. Daryl, go ahead. Hi, Kevin. Yeah, so what I was just getting at with you was, um, you know, I've reduced my speed, like I was saying, 62 miles an hour, and then 55 out in California. And what I've learned is. Um, by doing so, I'm actually getting better fuel mileage, which is kudos to, to you because I believe in the same system that you do. You reduce your speed, you get better fuel economy. Yep. I actually drive an automatic 10-speed um, tack car engine just so you, you know what I'm driving. Okay. And what I've learned by being able to do what I do is that I'm actually buying less fuel I'm buying less fuel, and I'm buying very little fuel, like I said, out in California so far this um, quarter. And I only owe, you know, it's under $100 in IFTA that I owe. And I, and I look at it in a different manner. If I started buying fuel out in California, I'd be paying a heck of a lot more tax. And a new tax, I think, is up to $0.25 cents a gallon that I wouldn't be, you know, I wouldn't be um, making any money. I wouldn't be netting more money you know, in the program that I'm, I'm in, but I, I kind of wanted to give you kudos for that. And like I said, um, I wanted to know what you thought of that. Well, I, 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 I love everything you said, slowing down, better fuel economy, tracking the numbers, all those things. There, there's one thing that you might be a little confused on. Have you taken my course on fuel optimization yet online? No, my wife Angie is taking your class. I, I don't yeah. have time being. Oh, that's right. Wheel, uh, oh, and that's good. Be, 
That's good because the bonus she got is the fuel optimization course, so she's going to learn this. Because you said one thing that concerned me. You said if I bought more fuel in California, I'd be paying more tax. That's incorrect. Where you buy your fuel has nothing to do with how much tax you pay. It's where you burn your fuel. So the minute you start driving in California, you're subject to that new fuel tax. It's not where you buy it. It's where you burn it. Okay. Yeah, and, and I, you know, she sent me the Word document that was a part of that, you know, part of your class, and I was reading over it, and I, I kind of sort of understand what you're saying because it, it looks like it goes by miles, but I'm confused about fuel consumption because, like I'm saying, I'm following no. IFTA real time, and I can see my data on each state that I'm running in, and I only run in a few states, five. Now, you know, to be exact. So here's and, the thing. When, when I understand that I'm paying. I, when you slow down, right. when you slow down and get better fuel economy, that reduces how much fuel tax you have to pay. That, there's no question about that. But where you buy your fuel has no impact on the total amount of tax. And, and here's how I could prove this. If you came to me when the quarter was over and it's time to do your IFTA tax, And I ask you, tell me where you ran all your miles. Show me your state breakdown, and I will tell you exactly how much fuel tax you owe. You don't have to tell me where you bought it, because where you bought it has nothing to do with it. Just show me where you drove your miles and your fuel economy, and I'll calculate your fuel tax to the penny, because where you buy it doesn't affect that. Now you can tell me where you bought it, and I can tell you whether you're going to owe money or whether you're going to get money back. Because, again, where you buy, that's like the people, I see this a lot. People say, I'm not buying my fuel in Indiana or Virginia or because of that fuel tax surcharge that those states have. The problem is, again, it doesn't matter whether you buy fuel in those states. The fact that you drove in those states means you're going to pay that fuel tax surcharge. Right, and I understand. I understand that, and I guess I'm I'm confusing you possibly because the I know that I'm always going to pay a tax in California. For example, that's my highest mileage state. Even though I'm not buying my fuel there, right? And and some of the tax being collected to pay my IFTA, I'm buying so much in Arizona and New Mexico, which is covering ta- California. Oh, I, absolutely. Texas, yeah. Oklahoma. Yeah, absolutely. And, the, and, and that's the awesome thing about it. That, that, so I do understand what you're saying about good. even though the fuel, yep. can, you know, the you know, I'm doing the miles and consumption of fuel. The reality is, I'm actually saving more money by staying away from California under my program by not buying fuel. Just yes. Buy, if yes. you have to buy into California, just get enough to well, get out and get back to Arizona or even Nevada the, because you're going to get a lot of that money back. The buy way, it there. It's cheaper. The way you said it this time was correct, and that's why I wanted to bring up because the way you said it last time, you said by not buying fuel in California, I don't pay as much tax. That was incorrect. This time it was correct. You said that, by not buying fuel in California, I'm saving money on my fuel cost. That is 100% correct. Uh, yeah, and I apologize. That's oh, that's okay. I talk, and sometimes I talk, talk differently. But 
but absolutely and i and and i encourage other drivers to try it to try it who go go into california because when i when i drive the i-40 and go into california i i go to 55 miles an hour i don't care about the trucks passing me because i hey i'm just as guilty as kevin kevin is i used to um doctor my my books to get home and there's no need i don't need to do it now because of the scenario i'm in but the reality is by keeping your speed down you can still make your appointments it's all called logistics yeah understanding yeah. how to manage your time hey. and if you know how to manage time you 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 can make your appointment time hey you know it's interesting what you just said is completely true managing your time under ELDs or hours of service of any of that, it is logistics. And aren't we in the logistics industry? Isn't that what we're supposed to be really good at? Exactly. <laughs> and that's what we need to get better at. Yeah. And me, I used to be in the towing industry and I had 16 trucks, you know, sold it in 2006. And this, this industry, I've been in it for three years. You know, I, you know, working you know, mostly as a um, leasee operator, and I know there's a big difference, and I'm still trying to learn this business, and I'm I'm oh. so glad that you have this class that Angie's going to take and is is a part of at this time so she can learn. Excellent. Learn, you know, what, what you've learned, you Ac know, so I can try to build a successful company in – as an owner-operator, a true owner-operator. not A lease operator, I don't think it's the same. I no, think it, it's totally it, different. It, it's not. And I appreciate the call. Great points. And tell your wife, Angie, uh, thank you for joining the class. And uh, it sounds like she's going to be a great addition working on her master's in business. Um, tell her to stay very involved. Ask a lot of questions because she'll get even more out of it. And uh, I love the fact that you two are doing this together. Let's go to, oh, you know what? We've got Kevin back. I'm going to try to grab him so we don't lose him again. Kevin in Indiana, go ahead. Hey, Kevin, it's me again. Great yeah. cell phone service we have out here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the reason I called, <clears throat> the reason that what I said earlier, I got I got enough to hear you laugh when I said the guys that complained to you about ELDR, the guys that complained when fuel was 85 cents, oh, it's going to go to a dollar, I'll <laughs> park my truck. Yeah. Those are the same guys that are still out here. I've been out here 44 years, and I'm sad to say today, I mean, I'm going to call your office because I need some uh, assistance. My tax guy passed away, so I've been meaning to move over to your company. But uh, I'm at a point right now, Kevin, where you're a great teacher, but I must be a poor student because I bought this truck in 2014 to Volvo with ISX Cummings. I love the motor. I bought it off a lease. I had all the records and maintenance. Uh, but it just it just consumed me in three years in all the repairs, EGR, EGR cooler. Uh, I had to run all new cables because they had small smaller gauge cable coming off the battery to the starter, so I changed all that. So trying to shorten my story because I know you're going to come to a break. Hopefully I won't get cut off. I've just, I'm $35,000 in debt in this truck in over three years. And unfortunately, I... At least on the companies that I didn't know my numbers as well until I listened to you, and I kept moving on. I'm right now. I'm leased to one of your sponsors, and uh, doing doing good here at Landstar. That there's one story I'd like to tell you about that. Not bad, but uh, I'm just uh, I'm so upside down because of this truck. 
and I went into the business like you've always said. You can't go into a business with no money behind you. And I took everything I had to buy this truck. And here's the sad part, because before I listened to your program, I signed an agreement as a loan. I always asked the question, is there any prepayment penalty on this? Oh, no, no, no. Well, being the stupid one that I was, I didn't read the, I didn't read the agreement and let my lawyer look at it. But it was a loan where I paid 100% interest up front. It's, it's actually called the Rule of 78s. I hardly ever see that anymore. Um, and it's a shame we have such dishonesty in some of the financial markets. You know, it, it, you asked the right question, and they used kind of a loophole to give you what I would consider to be a dishonest answer. Any time a loan has a Rule of 78s attached, there's clearly a prepayment penalty and built right in, but they technically can say there isn't. Uh, Kevin, let me get to a break. Hopefully we can hold your cell phone signal and I'll come back to you right after the break. Stick around. We'll be right back with more stuff. to the discussions on the issues and trends in transportation. Hear from Ellen Boya, president of Women in Trucking. Talk about the positive impact women have on the trucking industry. Tuesday, November 7th, and Wednesday, November 8th, the Dave Nemo Show, 7 a.m. East on Road Dog Trucking Radio. And a Sirius XM app. What is the future you doing right now? The answer is driving for UPS. UPS is hiring tractor-trailer drivers nationwide. Tractor-trailer drivers at UPS are paid competitively and receive weekly and attendance bonuses in select locations. Drivers typically work weekdays and get to spend the weekends at home. Applicants must be 21 or older and have a valid CDL. Apply now at upsjobs.com. That's upsjobs.com. How does the future you become a tractor-trailer driver? Get there at upsjobs.com. In the trucking world, reliability is everything. As America's most reliable bypass and e-tolling platform, PrePass maximizes your opportunity to save time and money. The PrePass transponder ensures you receive up to 100% connectivity without spotty cell coverage. Don't rely solely on cellular apps. Rely on the trusted platform, PrePass. We're so sure you'll love it, we're offering one free month of service to try before you buy. Call 888-559-PASS and use the promo code ROADDOG, 888-559-7277 or PrePass.com slash ROADDOG. Comchex and Express Codes keep me rolling. However, codes aren't always convenient. From finding a place to cash them, to balances left over, or losing the code. That's why I downloaded the Comcheck mobile app from Comdata. Now I just plug my codes in, and the funds go on to my Comdata debit card account. It's an improvement on the classic system. And my Comdata card works at stores and ATMs. Download the Comcheck mobile app today. Visit Comdata.com slash no more codes. For more information, country music's biggest night is coming to Sirius XM. Starting today, the highway becomes CMA Awards Radio. With exclusive behind the scenes interviews and special events, including a simulcast of the 51st CMA Awards show. Featuring live performances from Luke Bryan, Miranda Lambert, Thomas Rudd, and more. 
live from Nashville this Wednesday at 8, 7 central on ABC and CMA Awards Radio. Coming to the highway. Sirius XM Channel 56. Or listen when you get out of the car using the Sirius XM app. I'm Todd Borton, Weather Channel, with an interstate weather update. North-south interstates, I-5, we have some rain and higher elevations like snow. I-5, Washington State, northern Oregon, as well as northern. And central California, I-15, watch out for the snow, particularly in Montana and Idaho, pushing into far northern Utah. Some treacherous driving through there. I-25, some flakes of snow and some lower elevation rain from Wyoming into Colorado and New Mexico. I-35, the stray shower cannot be ruled out. Oklahoma and parts of north Texas, and also a flake of snow or two in Minnesota. I-75, standard shower storms in Michigan, and an isolated shower and a rumble of thunder cannot be ruled out from Ohio all the way down into Georgia. I-77, a stray shower storm from Ohio all the way into the Carolinas. I-79, a stray shower storm in Pennsylvania and West Virginia. I-81, standard shower storms parts of New York State, Pennsylvania all the way down through Virginia, and I-95, some scattered shower storms parts of the Mid-Atlantic states down through the southeast. I'm Todd Bork with Custom Weather Drivers Twice Down Road Dog Series 10146. Your money, your taxes, your truck, and your road to success in the trucking industry. Now, now, back to trucking business and beyond. The show that puts the money where it belongs. Back in your pocket. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. We're heading into the third and final hour. Time is flying today, but uh, still time to get through. 88, 88 Road Dog. if you want to join me here on the air. I'm going to go back to the phones. I was talking with Kevin in Indiana. Kevin, go ahead. Hey, Kevin. Yeah, like I said, uh, you're, you're a great uh, teacher. I just think I became a poor student. Uh, I've dug this hole so deep that it's caved in on me between uh, – the down payment I put on the truck and sign a dumbass loan like I did, which is my fault. Uh, I've listened to you for years, and I've taken everything you've said, and I've just uh, – I'm now with Landstar. I'm doing quite well here, but Good. I'm so upside down where I'm at. You know, when the truck was in the shop, they moved payments to the back of the loan, and, you know, a 54-month loan is now turned into a – 64 month loan and you know it, it, the truck won't be worth a dime when it's paid off i still have 24 months left to pay and i started this loan in may of 2014 and that ridiculous well, loan of 100 percent up front yeah well here's the good news because i always try to find the good news in in any bad situation um the good news is you know the mistakes you've made Time will fix these if we can just kind of hold on. Um, you are at Landstar. Things are looking good on the revenue side. If you're not staying on top of your numbers every month, you talked about, you know, losing your tax preparer. Sorry to hear about that. Um, if you don't have a business report every month, when, when you look at our tax program, look at our accounting, we can do it for you. You can use our software. That's really going to be the key. Digging into those numbers, finding the places where we can add some revenue, save some money, and, and we can get out of this. Time can fix some of these things. So, again, the good news is you've identified and, and admitted to your mistakes. There are a lot of people that are in your position that would blame it on everybody else. And the minute you blame it on everybody else, you take away your control. You're taking responsibility, which is excellent, and that's always step one, because – as long as it was your fault, then you can fix it. 
and, and that's good. And you're, you're already in a better position. Um, you know, the fact that the truck might not be worth anything when it's paid off, so what? It'll still be worth something to you. You'll still be able to generate lots of revenue with it. So I, I know it can be frustrating when you're in a position like this, but I think things are looking up. And, and I think if we do the right things, we can get you out of this. Well, well I'm, I'm going to contact your office on Monday. I'm heading back from South Carolina back home. Because, uh, like you say, I want to talk to you you or your people more about turning everything over to you. I have a spreadsheet right now that I learned over the years. Listen to you. I got my I got my cost down to the decimal, what it Excellent. costs to operate. E- Excellent. But the, but the problem I'm having is I'm – backed up so far in debt that that cost is more than my cost coming in. You know what I'm saying? In other well, words, it, if, it's, if it was $1.60 a mile, but my debt is added to that from the business, puts me at a dollar, uh, two ten a mile, and I'm just, I, you know, I, I, what, what hurts me the most, Kevin, is that I haven't been able to put any money away in over three years. Like I say, I'm the idiot here. Nobody else to blame but myself that I put I've always tried to plan three to four hundred dollars a week every week away from maintenance and the moment I do that then something goes wrong with the truck let's do this because because I have a feeling sometimes we get so deep into our numbers that that we we can't see the big picture anymore and I think that's where you're at you're kind of frustrated but the good news is again you've identified all these things and I think this is more a matter of time I, I, I think the numbers are probably a little different than what you think right now. So if you're interested in having us do the accounting, let's let's get started on that. And then you and I can go over the numbers. We can, you know, start to identify. But I have a feeling um, that this is going to be a matter of time. And if we tweak a few things and fix a few things, then you'll be able to look forward and say, yeah, the debt service is really tough right now, but eventually it's gone and things are getting better. Um, I've been where you are I, more than once. Um, I, I have a habit of being aggressive and trying to grow, and, and sometimes I, I've been a while, but I, I, I have gotten myself into uh, some tight financial positions in business, and I, I'm pretty good at helping people get out of them. Let's, uh, let's go to Illinois. Matt, welcome to the program. Good afternoon, Kevin. What's on your mind today? Uh, well, two things. The, the victim mentality. Yeah. <laughs> I could talk about that subject forever. Yes. Uh, it, your son had a good post uh, this past week, Michael. Yeah. And basically asking, you know, do you spend a lot of your time focusing on the bad things in your life or focusing on the good things in your life? And that's really all this boils down to. You're right. It really is that simple. In life, shit happens. (laughs) It happens to everybody. It does. That's right. (laughs) The only difference is how you respond to it It, it, and what you spend your time focusing on. That's somebody's quote, and I can't. I don't know if that's Larry's or. I've seen several quotes like that. I've heard it many times. Yeah. Yeah, It's not what happens to you in life that determines your life. It's how you react to what happens to you in life that determines your life. Yeah. So the whole ELD issue. Now that you've jumped sides and you're against all truck drivers having any rights. That's right. Yeah. Which 
several calls over the last couple months as you've uh, had this subject brought up about people telling me, because they know I can contact you and all that, that you're doing the wrong thing and you're not for the truck drivers and, you know, truck drivers should have more rights because this is, you know, the, the Fourth Amendment right and or all that. But yet, you shouldn't have the right to go on the air and say the things you've been saying. I, I, well, I guess not because I've been told to shut up many times and, you know, I, 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 I can't talk about this because I don't have to use an ELD and on and on and on. And... I, you know, I, I'm not going to sit here and blow my own horn and go through all the things I've done, you know, in the last 32 years in this industry. But I, I can't imagine that there are a lot of people that have done as much as I have in and for this industry and for the owner operators and the drivers. And it, it's amazing to me that if somebody disagrees with one thing that I say, all of a sudden I'm not for truck drivers anymore. Oh, yeah, so now that you're pro-ELD, yeah. I'm assuming that uh, you don't think it's right that truck drivers should be able to work for free. Well, I, I think that's been a crazy thing all along. Yeah, why, why are they so, so much in a hurry to let somebody use their time, not pay them for it, and then cheat the law to make up for what that company did to them how crazy is that yeah you you don't think a shipper should be held responsible for holding up a truck for eight hours and then it's the truck driver's fault that it doesn't get delivered on time and we've always cheated for them which look i'm not totally against that because i'm the one that's always said look you do what you have to do to make your customers happy the problem is because there was no real enforcement of hours of service under paper logs, in order to just do what the competition was doing, you basically had to cheat. I mean, if you were the only guy sitting at the dock going, hey, look, you just held me up for six hours. This shipment's going to take an extra day to get there. Well, we know what would happen. That was the system. And honestly, it was a lousy system. So... We should, yep. be, we should be happy now that we have a way to hold the, the shippers and the receivers and the brokers and the carriers responsible for this now. Oh, yeah. So I was against ELDs for the majority of all the listening sessions and talking about it and all that. And then uh, probably around the first of this year, I started to adapt and actually start planning for this because I just, I used to do exactly as you said. I just made it work and got the job done and kept the customer happy because I could figure out a way to fudge everything to make it work. Right. Well, started doing a little planning because that's all this really is and made a few adjustments here and there on paper and it's like, well, I can do this. And then around May, I got my AOBR in my truck and started running it and realized this is no big deal at all. So I've become pro ELD also. Well, you're in trouble now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I've 
for a job or looking for a better one are you tired of applying for a job only to feel like your application fell into a black hole then you need to try ZipRecruiter ZipRecruiter understands how frustrating it can be to apply for a job and never hear back and that if you've taken the time to apply you deserve to know where you stand every step of the way when you apply for a job on ZipRecruiter you can choose to get status updates these alerts will let you know when your application has been received and when a real life person has actually viewed it and if you don't get the job you'll know when it closes so you can move forward to the next opportunity knowing where you stand keeps you in control of your job search that's what makes ZipRecruiter the smartest way to get hired to find a job you love today download the top-rated ZipRecruiter app on iPhone or Android or get started at ZipRecruiter.com slash skills. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash skills. Once again, head to ZipRecruiter.com slash skills. When was the last time your bra was so comfortable you forgot to take it off? Can't remember, right? Hi, I'm Heidi Zack, the founder of Third Love. And I'm Raelle Cohen, head of design. I started Third Love to give women bras they'd want to wear 24-7. Because believe it or not, 50% of women fall in between standard bra sizes. So, in addition to offering A through G, we developed half cups. Shoes have half sizes, why shouldn't bras? Glamour Magazine even named our t-shirt bra the most comfortable bra ever. In Style said our t-shirt bra is perfection. Elle Magazine calls our approach revolutionary. Millions of women agree and only wear Third Love. With thousands of five-star reviews, we're sure you will too. And we're that confident. You can try one of our bras for free for 30 days. Wear it, wash it, really live in it. If you don't love it, no problem. Returns and exchanges are easy and free. Go to thirdlove.com slash news to find a better fitting bra. That's thirdlove.com slash news for this exclusive offer. Thirdlove.com slash news. Is your business missing important calls? Try Live Answer. You can be up and running in minutes. With 24-7 availability, we follow your lead and answer the phones the way you want. Let Live Answer be your receptionist, your after-hours answering service, or your very own call center. We even have an online portal so you can access your calls from anywhere. Call Live Answer today at 844-332-2660 or visit liveanswer.com to start your seven-day free trial. That's 844-332-2660 or visit liveanswer.com. Road Dog Live with KC Phillips. It's going to be some great conversation. It's only going to be that way if you join us on the show. Weekdays from 4 to 7 p.m.
back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. The number to join us, 8888-ROAD-DOG. I'm going to go back to the phones. Matt, go ahead. Yeah, so the ELDs, to me, from a driver's point of view, is a good thing. I've said this before. It takes so much responsibility off of the driver, and... You know, it becomes the dispatcher's problem or the shipping office's problem that they need to plan better also. My, and I don't understand why more drivers aren't getting behind that. You know, my early response to this was my knee-jerk reaction to any government regulation. I, I don't like rules. I never have. I, and I certainly don't like rules imposed on me by the government. So immediately I was against these, and I stayed against them. But I went even further. I said, not only do I not want ELDs, let's just scrap the whole hours of service and just hold people responsible for being idiots. You know, if you drive tired and you cause an accident, or, or you know, then let's hold you responsible for that. So that was always my reaction. But now that we're, they're here and we're coming, the more I look at this, the more positives I can find. So, and the other thing that I've said that a lot of people aren't looking at is you go out and do polls. I've been doing this for over 10 years. You ask enough people that are actually using ELDs, and you will find that most of them are happier after ELDs than they were before. And that shocked me. I I never thought I was going to get that response, and the more people I asked and the more kept saying, you know, I really didn't like it at first. I didn't want it. But now I would never want to go back to paper logs. You hear that overwhelmingly. Oh, yeah. I mean, like I said, at the first year I was looking into stuff, I haven't been on an actual paper log in three years. I had the app on my phone, and, you know, it was all yeah somewhat automated, but, you know, it was completely editable yet. I mean, yeah, I <laughs> actually fill out a logbook? No, I'd never go back to that. <laughs> right, right. Um, but yeah, and this is just even getting more automated. But yeah, you're absolutely correct. I mean, I've talked to umpteen people that, you know, would never go that runs on paper logs. And my uh, own friend getting used to an ELD, it's, I like it. And you know, I think majority of the people will after we get used to it and, and the right. best thing is if they really do revisit hours of service oh yeah and rewrite them it's a win-win for everybody absolutely and, and you know here's the other thing i've been told shut up you can't talk about this you haven't run under an eld if you listen if you go back in all the times i've ever talked about an eld or all the posts i've made I have never, that I can recall, and if I have, I haven't done it very often, I I don't talk about whether or not you can make more money. I don't talk about the pros and cons of paper logs versus ELDs because I haven't experienced that. I ran under paper logs for a long time. I've never run under an ELD, but you don't hear me talking about those kind of things. I usually just talk about the big picture. I don't say, oh, well, I would never run under an ELD because I hate them or, you know, the, the advantage is this or 
I mean, I do talk about the big picture, how it's going to force shippers and receivers. I can clearly have an opinion about that because those are the kind of things I've studied forever. That's supply and demand. And But I, I don't talk personally about running under an ELD because I've never done it. And it's no different than when somebody comes to me and says, oh, those wide singles are awful, they're dangerous, and they hydro." No, they don't, and tell me how much experience you have driving them. I, I'll stand toe-to-toe. I I've have seen. that experience. <laughs> They'll say, well, I've seen another guy. <laughs> exactly. Right. So for me, when I started looking at the ELD issue, I immediately started asking people that did have the experience of both. I didn't go talk to people who got into the industry and only ran on ELDs. I went and found people who had 10, 15, 20 years experience on paper logs, switched to ELDs, and I didn't talk to one of them or 10 of them. I've talked to hundreds, if not thousands of people that have that experience of both. And I can tell you overwhelmingly, people like ELDs. Yeah, I believe it was just last weekend or a couple weeks ago get a caller and we're, he was talking about the ELD thing in the whole comment section and said he was the listening sections. Yeah. And the comments on, because this is recorded, you can go look this information up. The actual online comment section, there were a couple different ones, but the biggest one got 904 comments way back in 2012 or 2013, whatever it was. I, I never, he said he went in there and read it, and he said, yeah, everybody that commented in there was just making a stupid comment that had nothing to do with <laughs> the point. Right. <laughs> but of them 904 comments, I wonder how many of them were for ELDs. Because just because it's 904 comments doesn't mean they're all negative. Oh, no, absolutely. That's the point of the whole listening session. If they knew knew that they were going to hold a listening session and there was going to be nothing but complaints and comments against it, they probably wouldn't do it. They're also looking for support. They're looking for could we make – now, I'm not a big government fan, so I'm not wildly impressed with the listening sessions anyway. I I know how some of this goes. It's It's a circus. But but if you're not going to at least get involved in the process, you know, then to wait till now was just ridiculous. But clearly the point, whether the government actually does a good job of it or not, but the point of the listening sessions is to get feedback, not just pro or against. It's also how do we shape this so it works better for everybody? And And here's what I heard. Many, many times, and you've seen posts like this year, drivers, there's no way I'm going to let them damn bureaucrats tell me how to drive a truck. They've never driven a truck. They've never had. That's why they hold listening sessions. What, what, do you want a bunch of truck drivers running the FMCSA? That's not going to happen. So they are there. They are the body that governs this industry. They did attempt to hold listening sessions, but but drivers hardly ever show up. And when they did show up, many of those comments were simply pointing out how we've been cheating for years. Yeah, that, that's like I say, I've never heard one good argument, you know, other than 
cheating, like I said, in, in the beginning, I kind of agreed with the um, personal rights and all that intrusion, but once you realize that the logbook has always required that, that, yeah. that went out the window. And... And what when I, I had never even thought about the whole constitutional issue, but once it was brought up and I actually put some logic to it and studied it, you realize pretty quickly that in business, businesses don't have constitutional rights. We, we've never had constitutional rights in business. Those are individual rights. When we choose to do certain things, just drive a vehicle alone you give up certain constitutional rights for that privilege. When you go into business, you give up all kinds of constitutional rights because the Constitution was never meant to govern businesses. It was meant to govern individuals. Well, and that's why being such huge fans of the fair tax, people don't understand when we say businesses shouldn't be taxed. Right. Because I truly believe we should not have taxation without representation and businesses can't vote get a vote in our government exactly and and technically businesses can't vote but we know they can lobby so that's where yeah yeah, that's where it gets really mixed up but you're right let's 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 enact the fair tax and that takes away a huge bunch of lobbying power for businesses yeah yeah it's I mean, that people go off the walls when you say that, you know, yeah, businesses should not pay any tax. But they shouldn't. If you take the time to explain it, yeah. you know, people they, all, you know, I agree, but they're still yeah, <laughs> hard we, to come around. Yeah, we shouldn't have a corporate income tax. Yeah. So, all right, well, yeah, the new app is uh, awesome, being able to listen to any shows, and the best part is the weekend shows are on there. Not all of them, but I'm assuming all the new ones will be. The new ones will be. Yep, yep. Some of the yep. old, some of the old weekend shows are there. The last uh, couple of months since we knew we were building the app, I started adding them. But uh, going forward, you'll be able to listen live, whether we're recording or doing the weekend shows, and all of our shows will be on the app. That's awesome. Yeah, whenever I miss one, now I can always go back. Perfect. Good stuff. There's the music again. Boy, the day is just flying by. Speaking of the app, if you didn't catch the opening, we now have our Let's Truck Audio Road app for both Android and iPhone. The app is free. You can listen live to all of our shows, including the weekend shows. Or when you open up the app, every show we do will be there. You'll never have to miss a show again. You can listen to it whenever you want. Head to the uh, Android or Apple store search for audio road one word no spaces audio road we'll be right back i'm kevin rutherford Supply facilities that care and help hundreds of our veterans. Someone is always a veteran. Today, in the future, they fought for us, and we should treat them with respect. Support our troops with OOIDA and Landline Now. November 13th through the 16th, 7 p.m. East. Sirius XM, Road Dog Trucking Radio. Warning. 
If you're drowning in debt you can't afford, do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking that you have to pay it all back, because you don't. What the credit card companies don't want you to know is that there's actually a way to get debt-free without paying off your entire debt or going bankrupt. If you have $5,000 or more in credit card debt, you now have the right to let us settle that debt for a fraction of what you owe. For free information, call Credit Associates now. 1-800-900-8407. We'll even show you how much money you could save. If you can't afford to pay off all your debt, do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking that you have to. Call Credit Associates now for free information on how to get debt-free faster than you ever thought possible without debt consolidation or bankruptcy. We depend on your success and offer a guarantee, so there's no risk. For free information, call now, 1-800-900-8407. That's 1-800-900-8407. 1-800-900-8407. Policies issued by American General Life Insurance Company, Houston, Texas. Not available in all states. For details, visit AIGdirect.com. Do you have a family? Would you like to help make sure they'll be taken care of if anything were to happen to you? If you answered yes, you probably need life insurance. Now, do you think life insurance is expensive? If you answered yes to that, too, you definitely need to give AIG Direct a call. We could find you a quarter of a million dollar policy for just $14 a month, which means you could save hundreds of dollars a year. Call us now for a free, no-obligation quote. 1-800-700-9920. Since 1995, we've helped millions of people find out if they could save up to 70% on their term life insurance. See how affordably we can help you protect your family. Call AIG Direct now for your free quote. 1-800-700-9920. You could save up to 70%. That's 1-800-700-9920. 1-800-700-9920. I'm Todd Bork, the Weather Channel, with an interstate weather update. Watch out for some active weather in those east-west interstates. I-94, 996 in Michigan. Scattered shower storms still holding on that chance for a stray shower rumble of thunder along I-90. Anywhere from upstate New York all the way down through Indiana. Also along I-90, a flake of snow cannot be ruled out from South Dakota, more so into Montana, Idaho, and Washington State. Scattered showers and storms affect your ride from Maryland into Pennsylvania into Ohio. It does affect I-70 as well as I-80, I-76 and I-78. I-64, some scattered showers and storms from Virginia into West Virginia, I-40. A few isolated showers and storms North Carolina into Tennessee and I-20. A few isolated showers and storms from Carolinas all the way into Alabama. Farther out west, I-40, a stray shower, maybe rumble of thunder from Texas and New Mexico. I-70, higher elevations like snow, Colorado and Utah. Also, I-80, watch out for the flake of snow in the higher elevations of California and Nevada. I'm Todd Bork with Custom Weather Drivers Twice Down, Road Dog Series 2146. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. The number to join us, 8888 Road Dog. Still some time to get through these last 30 minutes. Sometimes you can sneak in if you've been trying to dial and the lines have been busy. So keep dialing. I'm going to get back to the phones. We're off to Kentucky. Benny, welcome to the program. Well, good evening, young man. How you doing? Doing wonderful. What's on your mind uh, today? Well, I, I used the uh, electronic logs for the last three years, and I went back on paper logs uh, this week, 
I went to a DOT check here in Missouri, and the young man was really considerate to me. You know, I, I screwed up several things on that paper lock, but I basically forgot how to do them. <laughs> uh, yeah, know, I can I imagine. The ELD is it, – it, he, he taught me a whole lot there that I didn't know about. I was an owner-operator for years, and uh, I got out of it, went through a divorce. I've said about that. Uh, a friend of mine taught me into going into hot shot work. You know, that's something – it's a whole different animal. Yeah, it is. Um. Now, under 26,000 pounds, I still got to comply with the ELD coming in in December uh, because it's a 2017 truck. But do you know of anybody that has an ELD compatible with uh, a 2017 Dodge Ram? Um, the I believe VDO has a device called Road Log. There are some... See, here's the thing that I'm not sure why we confused this issue as much as we did. I'm not sure why we have the 99 and older exemption. There's absolutely no reason why an e-log has to tie into the ECM at all. I, when you look at the rules, you can, agree with you, yeah, you can comply with the rules without tying into the ECM. It, we, all, all we need is GPS so that it knows when the vehicle's moving. That, that's easy to do without tying into the engine. So I, I believe there are a couple devices. I, I'm not really up. I, I believe the VDO product might be one of them you want to look at. Um, we can certainly, you know, we don't have a lot of time left today, but between today and tomorrow, if, if anybody else is familiar with um, devices on the market right now that would work on that, um, you have, instead of the the typical plug we have on a class 8 truck you have what's called an odb2 port o- obd2 port right um and i'm you would think that somebody would make one because there are a lot of vehicles that you know are obd2 but need to be compliant but that's a that's a good question um, we'll throw that out to the audience and see if we can get a good answer for you well like i said he was he was real considerate to me um I, I never flew with hot shot trucks. I know there's a lot of them out here. And uh, uh, so I said, what the heck? I give it a try. That's all you can do, right? That's right. That's how you learn. It's uh, it's a good experience. So uh, thanks for the call. Let's throw that out. Um, are there uh, How many devices are out there that don't need to plug in at all? Or are there some devices that will plug into OBD2? It's, a, it's just a different port, a different connector. Um, autos, whether it's cars, pickup trucks, that kind of stuff, use that OBD2 port to talk to the ECM. And we use two different ports in the trucking industry. So I haven't had that question yet. That's a a good one. But again, I'm not sure why we confused this and, and why we need to be tied into the ECM and why there was the 99 and older exemption. It seems to me, unless I'm missing something, and if I am, somebody correct me. I don't know why we have to talk to the ECM to meet the requirements. Let's go to Nebraska. Todd, welcome to the program. Hey, Kevin. Hey, uh, just thinking about the EBR or uh, the uh, e-logs. Uh, that guy 
Dell or whoever says that maybe 10% is going to Canada, boy, that'd be fantastic. <laughs> well, it, you know, I hadn't so. thought about that. Um, about 10% of, well, the, the Canadian trucking market is about 10% the size of the U.S. We're 10 times bigger. And we see that, I, I've known that statistic forever, but we see it really consistently in all of the things we do. About 10% of the people who sign up for our website are Canadian. About 10% of our store orders are Canadian. About 10% of the people that come to our events are Canadian. So that 10% number stays pretty consistent across the board. To think that some of these Canadian carriers and owner-operators and drivers won't want to comply with the ELD and they'll try to stay up there. That's something I hadn't even thought of. Well, I think that's fantastic because the last two months have just been fantastic with the rates going on. And talking to bull haulers, uh, they're, well, they're trying to tell me rates are going to go up to, you know, astronomical eight bucks a pound for cows and stuff, <laughs> which would be also fantastic for me because I'm raising uh, black Angus for a grass-fed cow. So, yeah, I win-win on this one. Yeah, you know, there's no question rates are going to go up. We, we've been saying that forever. It What we see, we a lot of people will think it's all ELD. That's not true. The ELD is driving some of this. Some of it is the economy itself is kind of heating up again. And some of it is, a big part of it that people don't realize is, we're in the the middle of a huge retirement boom for truck drivers. It's the whole baby boom generation. They're they're now retiring, and the the average age of a truck truck driver right now is getting close to retirement. So we're seeing people get out of the industry. Construction's been heating up, and if you watch the statistics, you know that. A lot of people drive truck when construction isn't doing so well, and then they get tired of being away from home, and if they can go back home and get a construction job, they do. They move in and out of those two industries all the time. So there's a lot of things that are causing rates to go up. The ELD mandate is just like throwing gasoline on the fire. I know. I think it's fantastic. Yeah. But anyway, hey, I got a question on uh, oil sample. Okay. Or have you a look at my oil sample? I've got it here in front of me. So we've got a 60 Series Detroit. What year is it? 07. And do you have a specific question? Well, I I had the turbo and EGR or the turbo and actuator replaced in February. And then a month ago, it snapped the shaft uh, impeller inside there. And my mechanic was thinking... That because he was thinking maybe the base was low on it. But anyway, I called Pittsburgh Power because uh, Freightliner was trying to tell me it was my uh, cold air charger, and Pittsburgh Power said absolutely not. So I was just curious on my numbers if the base number is okay and the lead looks, I don't know if the lead's high or not. Your base is perfect. Uh, the, and what base tells us, Base tells us if our base holds up really well, that tells us we probably don't have a lot of blow-by and we have a good, clean-burning engine. You know, we're burning our fuel properly. We're not producing a lot of soot and byproducts. The reason we need base is because the combustion creates acids. 
and the acids will eat away at the metals. So we, we have base to neutralize the acid. If the base drops really low, then we'll start to see excessive wear metals. Just to give you an idea. The what way, is considered low? Well, that's why I, I, let me. So if we can, we could go look up every oil and we could find out how much base it starts with. So let's say we have an oil that starts with a base of 12. And low would be when we get down to about 25% of the original base. So 25% of 12 would be 3. When we got under 3, we would start looking at that as a problem. And, And most oils we can kind of use... 10 to 12 as a pretty good number. Um, you're running Rotella. I think it's about 12 or so, 11, somewhere in that range. And the lowest I've ever seen your base go is 4.5. You're nowhere near being low on base. I mean, you're not even at a level one. You're at a level zero on your base, oh. which is what we want. We The lower that severity number, the better. So base is clearly okay. not the problem. And... I'm not sure where your mechanic came up with that as a thought um, because in in about 10,000 oil samples, I've never really seen base cause the kind of problems you're describing. So I'm not sure where he even came up with that. Uh, your lead, uh, that is actually a little concerning. This is a really good oil sample. I'm wondering why the lead jumped all the way from 9 to 24. Um I, I don't know. So let me uh, let me put you on hold. I'll come back. Let me look at a couple other things. It's not a huge problem, but it's definitely something we want to keep an eye on. And uh, we'll talk about that right after this. Stick around. We'll be right back. Kevin Rothman. to join hml.com that's hirschbach motor lines 888-261-1351 if you're not incorporated and you're a truck driver a cafe owner a construction contractor a real estate agent a consultant or any small business owner then you are at risk 
If someone sues and you're not incorporated, you could lose everything. Your home, your car, even your personal life savings. That's why Incorporate.com is now giving away a free incorporation toolkit to all business owners, including exclusive information on how to start and grow your business. For your free incorporation toolkit, call now. 1-800-700-8123. Incorporation is the shield that protects your personal assets. Without it, you could lose everything. That's why at Incorporate.com, they just make incorporating or forming an LLC quick and easy. They don't provide legal or financial advice. So if you're a personal trainer, a travel agent, or run a tech startup or any small business, call now for your free incorporation toolkit. They're giving them away for free at 1-800-700-8123. That's 1-800-700-8123. Message and data rates may apply. Remembering when to change your fridge filter is a hassle. Remembering the right filter is almost impossible. So at Filters Fast, we have some good advice for you. Forget it. Instead, remember this. Text RELAX44 to 543543 and check fridge filters off your to-do list forever. You can get it all taken care of for a fraction of big box store prices with a Filters Fast brand filter. Even better, right now you can get your first filter free plus free shipping. Text RELAX44 to 543543 with a huge range of brand and non-brand filters available. Filters Fast is the nation's largest filter home delivery company. You can get a Filters Fast brand filter for a fraction of the price delivered to your door every time you need it. No need to remember. It's not a matter of if you need a fridge filter. Why not text to get it taken care of? And why not get your first filter free? Find out how by texting RELAX44 to 543543. That's R-E-L-A-X 44 to 543543. At 7 a.m. East, it's the Dave Nemo Show. News, traffic, and weather updates will get you where you need to be. Exclusively on... Kevin Rutherford, we're down to the final segment. I'm going to get right back to the phone calls. I'm going to go back to Todd. So, Todd, I've looked at everything, and I don't see any reason why the uh, the uh, lead jumped up. So the best thing we can do now is just wait for the next sample and see if it was an anomaly. Sometimes it is, or if it continues to climb. And if it does, we might want to pull the pan and just have a look at the bearings. Okay. Okay. But the the oil's fine. There's nothing in the oil that would be causing this, nothing in the oil itself. It's not a big jump, but when we see it, we just want to keep an eye on it. So I would just check your next sample. Call me if you want. We'll take a look at it. And if it really looks like it's climbing, then we might want to take a look at the bearings and try to figure out what's going on. Let's, uh, let's go to Vegas. Brad, welcome to the program. Hi, Kevin. How are you doing today? Good. What can I help you with? Um, I'm about halfway through the um, leaky gut program. I tell you, I love it. Good. Um, two more weeks to go. Two more weeks to go. But I'm still. I got three. Uh, two questions for you. I'm having still problems with a. You know, I'm, I'm minus a gallbladder. Okay. Uh, can is it okay to be? Uh, this is question number one. Is it okay to start the HCL and the um, bio salts? And question number two is just really important for us drivers 
with this craze about circulation, beets, nitric oxide, butcher's broom, and, and all that horse chestnut, what, what are your views on all this craze about the nitric oxide, and, and does this help? Yeah, really. And, uh, and that, that was question two. Really good question, and, and I haven't addressed that yet. I'm about to do a show on that coming up, but I'll talk about it a little now. The the good question on the gut healing. You're halfway through. Should you start the HCL and the the um, beta plus the bile salts? Absolutely, start the bile salts. Those will really help digestion. The HCL it, we we encourage people to try it. And if it, if it feels good or you don't notice any real changes, just stick with it. If you take the HCL and, and things actually get worse, you get some stomach pain, anything like that, then you might want to back off. But if, if you try the HCL and you feel good, then keep doing it. Um, the bile salts, I would absolutely add those now. So, now, now, which one do I get for me, no gallbladder? Um, the Beta Plus. You will take the Beta Plus beta for the rest of your life. That's the one that has bile salts, and without a gallbladder, you have to have that. When people have a gallbladder, we start them on the bile salts and the Beta Plus, but after a while, we move them over to the Beta TCP, which will support the liver and gallbladder, but it doesn't have the bile salts in it. Because once we get the gallbladder working right, then you don't need them anymore. Without the gallbladder, you need the bile salts the rest of your life to be healthy. The nitric oxide. Um, a lot of this is just kind of a fad. It, it's Right now, it looks like it's the nutrient of the month. And it's not that there's mm-hmm. anything bad about it. Um, when we When we eat foods that increase nitric oxide we do get better blood flow. Now, that's been, you know, a, a big thing for endurance athletes, bodybuilders, those kind of things. But it's also good for all of us, good for our heart, good for our energy levels. I'm just not a big fan of loading up on supplements. It, you know, our, <laughs> our, our goal here is we use supplements to fix a problem. And, and we want to try to get off of all of them if we can. There are some exceptions, the one we just talked about. You don't have a gallbladder. We have to make up that function. I, I am virtually supplement-free at this point. The only time I take supplements now is, like, oh, well, I shouldn't say that. I'm back on vitamin D because I can't possibly get enough sunshine in the winter where I live. So during the winter, I will supplement with vitamin D. Other than that, I test things now and then, but I'm on no digestive supplements, you know, no minerals, that not, nothing like that. A couple things I put in my Bulletproof coffee, but um, those are more like food than supplements. So I, I believe that if you're eating a good nutrient-rich rich diet, you have beets as part of that diet, fermented beets especially, or, or um, beet kvass that you're going to get plenty of those nutrients that will support good nitric oxide. To load up on a bunch of supplements to do that, I just don't think it's worth it. And I just don't think it's a good idea. So I think it's just one of those fads going on right now. That's what I thought. That's what I thought you'd say. Uh, a horse chestnut butcher's broom, uh, you know, for circulation in the legs. And And again, we'll come back to... Do we have a specific problem? And if we do, then, yeah, let's try a targeted supplement and see what happens. Um, The one thing I tell people all the time, if you're not going to eat a clean diet, 
don't bother. I, I've tested supplements over and over and over, and they, they almost never work in a poor diet, or, or they barely do anything. I have found now that people on a really clean diet, there are some supplements that do some amazing things. And But I still like to, I, I just don't want to load somebody up with a bunch of them. But if we have a problem, if you've identified that you have poor circulation in the legs, let's try one of those things. See if we see a noticeable difference. Okay. Well, I, I think it has a lot to do with, of course, you know, the diet is going to help. Uh, I'm no longer in the 400s. I actually lost 10 pounds in the last two weeks. Excellent. Uh, with your leaky gut. I, uh, do you think that that is water or, or, or keto jumpstart program? Um, I've cut the carbs down to, it was in the hundreds. Now I'm under 100 trying to aim towards 50. Excellent. Yeah, that's part of it. And, and when, we, when we lower the carbs, we will lose water, but we lose it in a good way. When we have a high-carb diet, our body has to hold on to a lot of extra water to process those carbs. When we go low carb, our body is able to release a lot of that water. And, and that's a good thing. We, we don't need it. It's bloating. It's excess water. We're still hydrated. We're just not holding a lot of extra water like you do on a high-carb diet. So that's part of it. The other part of it is we see people who start keto and they don't lose weight. And they're frustrated because they see everybody else getting all these results and what we've identified, the number one reason you won't get results is because of a digestive issue. That's why we created the leaky gut kit, because it fixes all of those things. And then you do start getting the results from the keto. So it's really a combination of both. You're doing keto, you're cleaning up your diet, and we have the, uh, the gut healing going on. Oh, it's great. I, I mean, I, I knew it would be. I knew it would be. <laughs> Uh, I just uh, taking baby steps. Excellent, excellent. Glad to hear it. Well, keep doing it and keep calling, and uh, we'll walk you right through all that stuff. Uh, I'm going to go back to the phones, Mike. I've got about uh, two minutes. Go ahead. Hey, uh, I the one with the FLD, uh, the Pittsburgh Power Motor, the CMC motor. Yeah. Um, I noticed uh, I have a tie rod. The tie rod that goes across the, from one axis. It's tweaked just a little bit, and I think I know where it comes from. I, I blew a tire the other day in a parking lot. They left a, like a six-inch I-beam laying out in the parking lot at night. I didn't see it. Blew a tire, popped up on there, ruined the rim, and, and fell on the axle. And I think I tweaked that back bar. You can see it just tweaked a little bit. Uh, that's not a problem getting replaced. But I got to thinking, 2.2 million miles on this truck. Does, it, does a front axle get metal fatigue or anything like that and maybe just replace everything underneath there instead you, of done everything else in this truck. You know, I, I'm going to I'm going to defer that question. I, I would ask that of somebody like Mike Beckett or Chad Hone, somebody who's really right. had a lot of experience. Um, right. I, I don't, with all the time I've done this and all the people I've worked with and helped, I don't ever remember uh, an axle fatiguing and causing a problem, but we also don't see right. that many trucks that make it to 2.2 million miles. So maybe I, we just haven't right. seen enough of them. But if anybody could answer that question well, it would be one of those two right. guys. Right. 
well, if Darren's not going to mess with, you know. I don't well, exactly. So I think it's a great question, and that's why I don't want to just kind of throw yeah. out an answer because right. I, I don't feel like I have enough experience with that to answer that well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, I'll, uh, I'll have to call. All right. Hate to cut you off, but uh, that's what happens when the clock strikes this time. We are all out of time. They're going to chase me out of here. We will do it again tomorrow, though, so plan on joining us. Head on over to the website. There's always something good going on over there. We have new courses. If you haven't seen our courses, go check them out. We have the Keto Jumpstart course. We have the Fuel Optimization course. We're adding new courses. I, I have a, an idea for a course I should be able to knock out pretty quick. It'll be short and it'll be free. But it will explain how the fuel surcharge works. There is a lot of confusion about that topic, and I want to help uh, clear that up. So expect in the next couple weeks, I will probably uh, get a course up about explaining the fuel surcharge. Um, I've got to wrap this up. We are all out of time. We will see you next time. In the meantime, be safe. Be profitable. Be fit and healthy. Always do the hard work. Master the journey. Kevin Rutherford. Good night, everyone. Sirius XM 146. Or listen on the Sirius XM app.